I so this is a uh, it's not really a fun f- in fact now that I'm thinking about telling the story mm-hmm. that I'm about to tell I've realized it's not interesting at all but I've, I'm now. committed and slightly stubborn and now you're both gonna suffer so uh, I do either of you drink tea so, like yeah kind? this is gonna suck let's skip it never mind <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we talking I mean are we talking like Arizona green tea are we talking brisk no like tea? like actual like Earl Grey or fucking yeah sometimes. Irish breakfast or some shit like that. So I enjoy tea every once in a while, but I like coffee because it's just way more caffeine. Uh, and I, I'm telling you, I told you it's a bad story. And I told you, you like fucking the fucking weird. energy vampire from yeah. fucking uh, <laughs> yeah. we do in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because the caffeine content in coffee it keeps me coming back. All right, fuck <laughs> no, please continue. Oh <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding either of you. It's not a good story. The summation <laughs> of the entire story is that I always drink my tea black, and today I put coffee and sugar in it, and it's okay. Or uh, cream and sugar in it. And it's just. It's just okay. That's that's. Yeah. <laughs> now you know what I'm glad you shared was yeah. Yeah. riveting. I kind of want you to just my, start over and say it again. It was. Yeah. You guys want so, me to tell you about my favorite kind of potato chips now? Can we do that? <laughs> yes. Yes, please. Is it... Let me guess. Yeah, can we Is guess? it salt and vinegar? Yeah, that's not going to be my guess. Fuck me. Uh, I don't no. know. No, I don't like vinegar. Sour uh, cream and onion. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, me, let me eat a chip that tastes or that tastes and smells like dirty pussy. Let's, <laughs> let's make that a snack. Let's put that right next to the pretzels and oh, the boy. fucking Doritos. Is Courtney Love Part 2? No, no, it's not. <laughs> We're going to have Courtney I was very rest. proud of... I was very proud of my. <laughs> I wish someone would put her to rest. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no! I, I'm sorry, Courtney Love. I don't wish you were dead. I just don't care that you're alive. Yeah, yeah I, I just want you Thanos snapped out of existence. I think that would be my first. If I had one yeah. Thanos snap, it'd be Courtney Love. And also, I want to. I want to reiterate. Well, I don't want to reiterate. I just want to mention. He can do whatever he wanted, but he only wants to get rid of her. Nothing yeah, else. Are yeah, you gonna double yeah. the resources? I'm just gonna kill Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> all last episode, all last episode, I kept calling her Courtney Love Hewitt, and neither one of you laughed at it ever or said anything about it. The I entire thought you were time. making a joke. I, I, <laughs> I was, but nobody, nobody laughed at it at all. Wait, nobody. I'm re- a big. I'm- <laughs> nobody reacted at all. I listened back. To the podcast, like they didn't even acknowledge that I said it once the entire fucking podcast, and I just kept doing it. Like every, every time I did it, I would do it like more aggressively, and nobody right. said anything. And you're like, "This will be the I, time." I, 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 I remember hearing you say it, but I'm a big dummy. I don't get the joke. What? what someone explained Gen- like Jennifer. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. Right. So I was doing Courtney Love Hewitt. Oh, yeah. that's as deep as it goes. It's not- yeah. <laughs> I, I thought there was a connection. I didn't understand. No, I was being stupid. Oh, okay, <laughs> no big deal. But that's the thing, though, man. There is, there, there's a cycle of stupidity in every friendship, right? Like everyone. Well, I mean, like social media, right? Like we all have those friends we keep around that are just dumb, and you keep them around because you want to see what stupid shit they're gonna like broadcast 100%. to their loved ones uh, and everyone they went to high school with. But like, but the thing yeah. is, all those those people to us are obvious, right? But the question is, is there, is it like circular? Is it like to to someone else, I'm that dumb person, and then to someone else. That person who thinks I'm an idiot is the dumb person. Yeah, I'm I can't friends, wait to well, have an anxiety attack about this later. Thank you for. Uh, I'm friends with the guy who's working on it. Who's working? On, I'm friends with a, with a scientist who's working on the cure for tonight. cancer. 
And that guy has to think I'm the dumbest piece of shit. Like, every day he's doing stuff to work on the cure for cancer, and he sees me tweeting about dicks and glitter on my balls and shit. Like, um, in the, in the, in the several years that we didn't really speak, but we were still friends on, on all social media platforms, yeah, yeah. I, um, well, which I will now refer to as the long dark. Mm. I, uh, <laughs> I, you, you weren't the stupid friend to me, but I adamantly looked forward to a new Scott post. I was like, oh, what, who's he going to shit on today? It was always very enjoyable. So I, I wouldn't say stupid, but okay. yeah, I, you know, I'd be uh, like, oh, <laughs> that's funny. To answer the glitter on your balls, a uh, glitter on the balls thing, Derek, uh, I, I mean, I worked it uh, with a cover band for many years and all them girls came out to the shows they put on a lot of glitter this is back in like the the right. 2010 era 2008 like, like 2010 uh no just just remember the body glitter girls would wear body glitter that was yeah. a thing for like almost half a decade for no reason and uh, once you get that shit on your balls, man, you can't wash it off. It's yeah. just there until, it's a, until it decides to migrate <laughs> oh, elsewhere. It's, it's going to hide in all the folds? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. That's, that's a recipe like, for disaster. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it, it was like somebody like mailed a glitter bomb to a cartoon bug, and it just went off his face. <laughs> God. Did I? I, I think I just compared my, my ball sack to a pug's face. Yeah. Well, uh, minus really the eyes. The eyes, are, the eyes are what makes the pug so aggressive in a passive way. It's the fucking eyes. <laughs> it's the worst part of a pug. It's the eyes. The worst part of a pug. That's what we're going to put on your, your tombstone. It's the eyes. The worst part of a pug. Here lies Scott Kelly. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cynical Nerd podcast my name is chris i am joined as per huge by my two buddies derek and scott derek how is your how's your wednesday going my wednesday is it's going it's it's been it came it's still i don't know man it's just a wednesday <laughs> i'm ready to do it it's, I, I never <laughs> have i never have a good like well i'm doing great it's just like yeah i'm good let's do it Sometimes when I hear people intro on podcasts and they have like a bit prepared and I'm like, I wonder what it feels like to be prepared. Yeah. Never going to know. Never going to know. I'm glad I just get to ask you guys how you're doing. Right. Because mine, mine's always the same. Uh, speaking of Scott, how are you? Uh, I'm tired. I'm doing all right. I'm running about three hours of sleep. Uh, I've been marathoning and I mean marathoning all these Resident Evil games before Mommy, Dompire. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, sorry. Madam, Madam Milk and the Murder Mommies. Right, but uh, before before it. that, it, we got we got ten days as of right now, boys. Ten days until before she squats on your face. Yeah, yeah. This is me hovering over. Hot, 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 hot to squat over here. Uh, but also my my my, my, my my allergies are killing me. Like all this, mine too. Yeah. And uh, when you when you think about it, the fact that pollen is just tree jizz. Every time we go outside, we're just getting bukkakeed by nature. Constantly, yeah. it, it's all and, over my car. Yeah, it's a, He's so, a, my, a messy my, bitch. I picture, I picture like my car has like an anime face whenever I'm inside sleeping, and the trees are just coming on it nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a nightmare. It's, it's a it's, fucking nightmare. It's got the Belle Delphine face, the Belle Palpatine face. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was at the doctor the other day, and she was, we were talking about the pollen, and she was like, "Yeah, my, I bought a black car, but it's green now." <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to fucking kill myself as soon as I walk out of here. That's it for me. I'm jumping out the fucking window. I can't take this. It's awful. It's terrible. Oh, right, right, right. The doctors. I don't know if you mind me. I'm not going to mention all the nitty gritty right. details, but we're a little late this week. It's Wednesday. We usually release on a Monday. Um, our poor baby boy, Derek, over here had just a, a horrible ear infection. Yeah. So we and have by been, ear infection. Uh, he means dick hole infection. Right, right, right. Right in the dick yeah. hole. And um, 
<laughs> no, it was the ears. I, I'm just kidding. Just the ears. Do you know, uh, I made that one ear infection joke and I, it, uh, that was the tip of the iceberg. There were so many just all week about how you, you cunt hear me and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, I just, it was pretty good. It's tough. It's really tough. I need like a support group to go to for, for like people who are addicted to like dad jokes. Right. Like mm-hmm. you want to talk about the, the mm-hmm. people who look at you like you're stupid on their friends list. Like oh, yeah. I'm still doing that's what she said jokes. Like, yeah. you're, you're doing it with grace though. I have to say you don't overdo it. Don't you let him breathe. <laughs> I've, I've got to ask though. I've got to ask though. Like, is that something that, that you think got stronger as you, you know, matured as a father? When, when Derek, when Derek becomes pop, like when when Derek becomes numero uno, mm-hmm. uh, MFD, will he then share your sense of humor? Will I be outnumbered? Will it be me versus dad mm-hmm. jokes on both sides? I don't think so. Here's here's why. I've i I'm old school. <laughs> I'm old school. That's what she said. Okay. No, I've literally. I mean, I I've found those jokes. So you're funnier. not you're, you're diehard Office fan. Is what you're saying? Um, that Choose didn't come from the Office. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Choose your words. Choose wisely. Yeah. He chose that was a Dane Cook reference, by yeah. the way. Uh, I thought uh, you were doing. Okay. I always that the moment you first held your first child, like all this ancient dad joke knowledge, just like oh, I can't wait in your fucking brain. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe there's no turning back. You can never go home again, fellas. We'll see. I mean, here's the thing. I know that the first time I tell him these jokes, they'll be brand new to him, and that fills me with excitement. Mm-hmm. And then I can't wait to tell him them for the thirtieth time mm-hmm. when he no longer finds them funny, and I can see the light drain from his eyes. <laughs> it's really, I mean, as a father, that's what you look forward to in life. Boys, I just want to let you know that I truly value your friendship. Oh shit! I'm fucking ha- friendship. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Let's oh, get it going. Oh, we, we have that to talk about. Okay, so first in weekend reviews, and we have a, a I would I would say a medium sized honker, honking beefer yeah. of of news, mostly frivolous shit. We're gonna talk lots of bullshit on it. a couple trailers, and then we have a big old fat wad of weekend review, including Ooh, don't say it like uh, <laughs> a big old fat. You don't like wad? No. The sticky wad? What about moist wad? Big old All sticky the- dollop of main <laughs> topics. <laughs> uh, and, and which includes. Oh my god! I didn't even write Mortal Kombat in here. We have we—it's not even on the dock. We have oh, the pen, the penultimate episode of Invincible episode seven. We have the Mortal Kombat film released on HBO Max and in select theaters. Falcon and Winter Soldier finale. Uh, yeah. Attack the block. Uh, the nobody review. The nobody movie that Scott talked about briefly and gave us his scoot scale rating a couple weeks ago, uh, which I'm bringing back again today. We'll have to rate it on the scoot scale. Okay. And uh, Derek and I. I think have both officially finished season one of Shadow and Bone. So, oh really? You guys are really into that, huh? Yeah. Did you, uh, did you start? Uh, no, I watched the first like ten minutes. And was like, oh, I can't do this. That's right okay. Now. We we will give you very spoiler free, just in case you decide to watch. But no pressure. We didn't talk about I watching pr- it. I probably won't. I, I'm making myself watch the Never so I can give you guys updates on the Nevers every week. Okay. Okay. Uh, this cool. is this is my cross to bear. So I mean, I, I've I've been watching lots of extra shit here. Why don't we just I, do I a only... spoiler free thing, and then if you decide in the next week yeah. you want to watch it, then we'll talk about it. Yeah, it also right. dropped recently, and I mean, so so I didn't. I only expected to watch the first episode, and then I really Me too. liked that's the first the, episode. Yeah, that's the same thing. And I was like, oh, okay. By the end of the first episode, I'm like, okay, I'll watch another one. And then it was just yeah. there's only eight. So it's, it took, you know, it takes one work day. Yeah. I'm just this, I'm just a cynical asshole. So like when I see any kind of like Netflix fantasy series, I'm like, oh God, like, you know what I mean? Like it just, that's, that's what I thought. And I, the reviews yeah. made me curious enough to watch it. Cause I, even the golden compass show that we watched, what was it? Fucking, uh, his, 
uh, Dark Materials. Yeah, I gotta that, finish that too. That, that show was great, but it still just it gives me such Game of Thrones energy that it's exhausting for me to to give mm-hmm. a shit about it. I'm just waiting for something awful that's gonna ruin the whole thing to happen for me. <laughs> you're, not, looking, you're actively I'm, looking forward to the disappointment. So no, no, no. Off your calendar. I, I'm not. I'm just like I know something really stupid. Like all fantasy shows jump the shark at some point. It's like yeah, how true. How emotionally attached am I going to get to the show before I have to fucking hate it for a reason that that can't you? Uh, 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 I'm tired. I don't know. I hate Game of Thrones. I'm just picturing it like 20 years from now. It's like on season 22, and like the first <laughs> awful things happen. You're like, knew it, and then you just turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking called it. That's that's not inaccurate. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking great. Or like he'll finally decide to watch it, and when he catches up to like season twenty-seven, like the first episode is just hot fucking garbage, and everyone's like, "This show sucks." Um, yeah, no, I mean the only reason I stopped watching his dark materials was because I was tired of watching it week to week and wanted to watch the whole thing. Season two was good so far. I just, I got to okay. catch up on it. I think season two is completed at this point. Anyway, uh, that's not on the docket. What is on the docket is this just, I don't know. In my opinion, God awful idea, mostly because the source material, I also didn't like all that much. I know some people did. There is plans for Hulu to make a, how I met your mother spinoff series called how I met your <laughs> father. Get it? Right, it's because it's, it's the, the other, opposite. Yeah, right. Yeah. Starring Hillary Duff. I didn't know she was still alive, but that's cool. Glad yeah. that she's still doing stuff. Um, it's going to be a ten episode comedy. I, I just, I don't, I don't know how little I could care about this. I, I, I guess one of my the main reasons for me putting it here is one, so we could make fun of the idea, but also, did either of you like How I Met Your Mother? I did. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay. put, I'm gonna put that on the front street. I'll be honest with you. It's it's not a great show. It's not like a timeless. It's not one for the ages, boys. But it's one of those mindless sitcoms, like a comfort show, in the same way that like every season of Parks and Rec is for some people. The Office is. It's one of those shows where like you can put it on in the background, you can tune out. Ninety uh, percent of the humor is built in from previous seasons, where they're all they all have these recurring inside jokes that make you feel like you're part of of what's going on. You feel like you're in on it. Um, as far as a sequel, I don't think it's necessary. Uh, and I don't think we're gonna get more than a season. I think she's gonna meet the father real fucking fast. He's like, this is gonna be like a short story. Um, <laughs> I, I don't see like I don't see this having any kind of longevity. Mm-hmm. What, what made the first one so great was uh, the cast. The, you know, they had Allison Hannigan, they had uh, Jason Siegel, uh, Josh Radner, as unlikable as Ted Mosey could be. He sold it. He fucking nailed it. And then we yeah. had uh, Neil Patrick Harris in like wh- what was his breakout role back into. What the fuck he's doing now? That's true. He was golden in that show. It's the yeah. one thing I recall adamantly is how funny he was all the yeah. time. Yeah. And also, I, I, I don't know that underrated is the right word because I think Jason Siegel is the right amount of rated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I liked him a lot, though. Like yeah. everything he's done. Oh, yeah. I like that he had such a passion for the Muppets that he made his, his own movie and it was a pretty good Muppets movie, like arguably. Yeah. Uh, I like the, the one he... I forget what the fucking... It's the typical rom-com he did with Kristen Bell, but it's where he writes the vampire musical. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, was forgetting, uh, forgetting Sarah, Sarah Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, great. Oh, right, right. That one's that's a good breakup movie, man. If your heart is broken into multiple pieces, you watch that movie and you're like, it's gonna be okay. Thank you, yeah. Jason Segel. It's gonna be okay. I just like when he's eating cereal out of a giant fucking popcorn bowl and like crying over his piano. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. perfect. Uh, I, I, Derek, did you ever watch How I Met How, you, how, 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 how,
That show. Yeah, that one. With the words. Yeah, I did, and, and I liked it, which is sort of, um... Oh, it's both of you. sort of an anomaly because I hate laugh track comedy. I hate laugh trap yeah. comedy so much. It's just like not, I can't believe it's an art form that has even lasted this long. Like you still get the stray one every now and then even like sitcoms have been largely moving away from it. But I liked how I met your mother. I, I think Scott said it best. It was just a comfort show. There's nothing like complex happening there. It's just like you just turn it on. You sort of turn your mind off and. Everything's real charming and cute, and I don't know. Uh, the, yeah. the, the performances from everyone is what made it good. Uh, Ted Mosby was the worst character, and he was the in his own show, which was kind yeah. of embarrassing for him. But I see what you're saying. He played that sort of goofy part well. Um, as far as this, don't, please, I, I'm begging you guys, don't make me watch this. I don't want to see it. I can't. That was the last one. That was the last laugh track comedy I ever want to watch in my life. <laughs> I want that to be the last one ever. I want I, that for you. I, I, I want yeah. you to die having known that you never <laughs> I had. That. Yeah, I want you to die having known that you never, you never gave in, you never caved, you never it, once it, watched. It's not another... going to be good. It's just, it's going to be no, it's not. like the same formula. I get it. They're showing it from the perspective, you know, from the opposite gender uh, perspective. But it's like we we did this formula. Like we did ten years of it. It's done. Do something else. Hillary Duff is great. Um, she's actually one of the only child stars who didn't turn into a fucking drug addict. Um, so I'm happy to see that she's getting work, but other, beyond that, I ha I could not muster up even the yeah. smallest amount of uh, excitement to see this. Fair. That's yeah. pretty much how I feel about it. I, it just feels like what? Like how long ago did that show end at this point? It just feels like no, just don't. Yeah. Fucking okay, whatever. Look, dude, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna dive into the next article. I'm going to lump this article in with another literal line in the week in review i didn't even bother to put an article in here so there's two no shit castings that we already we already knew were happening but they've been officially confirmed in some capacity so uh the first one that this actually this article was alfred molina as doc ock in in spider-man 3 which we knew was happening but there wasn't an official announcement by anybody um he was literally talking to uh someone from variety in an interview and they were he was he talked about Robert De Niro's de-aging in uh, The Irishman. And he was like, he, I was kind of concerned because when he was fighting, he looked like an old, it doesn't matter. If they de-aged him. He's fighting like an older guy because he's an older guy. Yeah. He said, but that's and then he thought about it like, oh, well, the te the tentacles do most of the work. You're like, OK, whatever. So we got, you know, confirmation that that's happening. And then on the, the flip side of that, uh, the other Hollywood Reporter uh, news article back in the day that said Michael Keaton was returning. As Batman in the Flash movie, which is uh, going to be loosely based on the Flashpoint um, series, that's also confirmed his agency confirmed it to the news. So, you know, it's not it's not nothing we didn't know, but it's cool. I, I mean, especially obviously I'm biased, but the Keaton thing is going to be really cool. He, he's I don't know if you've ever seen um, interviews he's done over the years. I'm going to take my glasses will, off because Scott did. And I just feel like. I don't know. I just sure. feel left out, so I'm going to do it, too. Yeah, why not? Um, I can't see any of you now. You could be uh, just throwing your dick up on camera. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm doing it. Or pissing in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> like pissing a fucking animal. Pissing in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. If, I don't know if you've seen Keaton over the years in interviews, but he has actively brought up that he is Batman. Like He really revels, I think, in the fact that he played Batman, so I'm going to be excited about it. Um, uh, these are kind of just like housekeeping items, but Derek, did you have any thoughts on either of these things? Not really. I'm happy to see Keaton. That's it. I fucking love Mike Keaton. I, I, I've yeah. never seen him. In, like, it's not that every movie that he's in is good, but he's good in every movie True. that he's in. So yeah. I, I'll be That's, happy I can agree him. with that. That's yeah. a fair assessment. Even remember that movie White Noise when he did that horror movie where he's trying to reach 
Redacted oh, that sounds wife. familiar. Is that like an older one, like twenty years yeah, or so? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, 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 I do yeah, remember yeah. that. Like, literally, like yeah, yeah. He, he he's uh, using wow. EMPs to try to like communicate with the dead because mm. his wife died. And then shit. My heart's shit is real, real spooky, man. The key always kills it. The key always kills it. Episode yeah. twenty. God, <laughs> key, key. Oh, key, key, motherfucker. Oh, key, key. key. God damn. Uh, okay, so we talked about this next thing briefly. We talked about um, the voting rights issues in Georgia and how specifically the movie industry was kind of recoiling at this. And, and not just the movie industry, but Coca-Cola moving their headquarters. Delta Airlines have all spoken out against it. And now that you had some information from Marvel Studios come out. And I, and I bring this up because this article is actually the flip side of the coin. So Black Panther 2, uh, which is moving forward without uh, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, the director, Ryan Coogler, issued a statement that Marvel Studios will still be shooting in Atlanta, uh, even though they oppose the Voting Legislation Act. And he framed it in a way that's kind of hard to argue in, but I also think is the wrong viewpoint, personally. So he he basically said, um, having now spoken with voting rights activists in the state, uh, I've come to understand that many of the people employed by my film, including all the local vendors and businesses, are the very same people who bear the brunt of these voting laws. For those reasons, I will not be engaging in a boycott. What I will be doing is using my voice to emphasize the effects of this. Uh, it's shameful roots in Jim Crow and doing all I can to support. So he's basically saying, I don't want to take all these jobs away from these people because they need these jobs. And, you know, I can't just leave them hanging. But I, I don't. I don't know if that's I don't know. I, it's very hard for me to see. This without having an opinion that I like, it's e I guess. It's actually the opposite. It's easy for me to go, no, you need to have conviction. You need to pull these things out of the state because it's the only way to make them listen. But at the other, the other side of the coin, there's like real people who depend on these jobs for, right. you know, life and to have a home and stuff like that. So I don't, uh, it's a tricky subject, but they, the MCU, at least for Black Panther 2, is staying in Georgia. Um, and, you know, that's basically what Tyler Perry is doing as well. I don't know what he's doing recently. Probably Medea 32. Yeah, it's got to be right. The, the, How the many Medeas do you think there are now? Like, there's got to be 32. I, oh, can we, can we all take a guess? I'm going to say 22. I think there's 22. I'll, 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 I'll say this. I, I will say with complete confidence, there's probably more Medea movies than there are movies in the MCU right now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to okay, say 18. Statement. I don't know why. 18. I'm just like, I feel that. 18. I want to I'm going to go lowest with 16. Okay. And we'll uh, we'll look it up in a minute here, but I don't, I don't know. Do you, I'm going to look it up now because any... we'll forget. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, look it up. Uh, I, I, what I'll say is this: I completely understand where you're coming from, uh, but convictions and ideals aren't going to put food on the table, and especially at the time right now where we're already kind of in a recession because of pandemic. How long things have shut, how long things have been shut down for? I understand where this guy's coming from, and I think it's one of those things where every director has the right to make that call. You know what I mean? If 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 you're genuinely keeping uh, your movie in Georgia uh, for this reason, you know, if it's, if it's not because of the tax breaks, if you do, ha if you do have your heart in the right place, uh, I feel like that is, that is in the same vein conviction, right? You know what I mean? Um, right. It's just, it's a, it's a complex issue. No one's going to argue that, that the voting uh, restrictions are in any way, um, I mean, legal, right? Like, they're, they're not fucking... Um, I don't know. I, it's a it's it's a real downer. It's a real yeah, downer. it is. It uh, sucks. I think it's just shitty Disney being shitty Disney. Like I think 
when you all right so admittedly let me just go right off the cuff and just say this i don't know as much about the voting new voting laws as i should i really don't um but i know that like the uh, uh people who uh oppose it their biggest thing is it affects um uh you know minority communities the most so when you look at like a, a show like falcon and winter soldier which boy i can't wait to dig into that later um where they have what we described as every episode a checklist of like making sure they're hitting the marks and like making some kind of sort of vapid non-statement about um injustices against you know people of color um but then you have something like this where, where they actually have to put money down and they actually have to do make a decision that costs money and will affect their bottom line and they said no we're not doing it and they decided to do that on a movie black panther 2 when the first one was a very culturally important uh film to the african-american community so it's like it just shows that they will do the things that cost them no money to appear woke but when it comes to actually putting a dollar down they won't fucking do it i think fuck disney on this like j purely based on just the the inconsistency of it that's what makes me rubs me the wrong well, way about you, it you know what makes me dubious like it, they said why ryan coogler kept the pretty it's not his choice that's what i mean no, i know there's no fucking way it's his choice He's a the fucking patsy yeah <laughs> i i don't know um i don't it, it's just like like scott said this this story regardless of which side of the of the sword you're on it, it's just sad like i i don't want th those voting it, lights restrictions a, are yeah it's a lose-lose yeah. it's mm -hmm. just right. um right. yeah Here's the biggest bummer of all, though, guys. We were all wrong. It's eleven Medea movies. No yeah. way. Well, I yes, we were all wrong, but I was. We were all wrong, but I was the least wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Okay, uh, we got a trailer. Your prize <laughs> is in the mail. <laughs> it better be. We got uh, we got a trailer here, and boy, is it a boy, is it a thing. Uh, there's a trailer for a CGI. Is it considered an anime? No, right? It, it does say Netflix anime series, yeah, but like, I mean, it's it's considered an anime, but th I think people just use anime to for anything that's animated now. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to fit into that criteria. You know, like, it doesn't have to have any of the things that that, that we think of when we think anime. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, I've called myself. This will be the second time I've Be called Beast myself. Wars is an anime now. Remember that show? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Best anime I ever saw. Mm-hmm. I do remember uh, the shark, sh the shark cartoon. Street sharks, J Jawsum. Yeah. Also an anime now. If, if this is, that yeah. is right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so New rules. Uh, this is the second time I will have called myself big dumb this week, but I didn't realize that anime is like the word champagne, where it's meant to specifically imply things animated in Japan. Yeah. Like that was supposed to be a thing. Uh, I had I did not know that. I lo I've looked it up for some random reason last Wait, week. What anyway, is, what is champagne a, though? What, where, where did that come into it? It's, for, it's supposed to come from a specific. Uh, it's come, come supposed to come from Champagne, France. Like there's a fucking place oh, called okay. Champagne. Yeah. Um, That's anyway. Uh, fun fact: people who tell you that at parties is the last person you actively want to talk to at that party. Yeah. Or have a glass of champagne. Hey, with. what's up? My name's Chris. How are you? <laughs> did you know? Did you know where that comes from? It's, 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 it's all actually sparkling cider, unless, or sorry, sparkling white wine, unless it's from champagne. It's very telling that you put on the Karen accent immediately. I don't know if that's quite Karen. I, I was going more for a, uh, I don't know, like a Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I like, feel like uh, that's a biting reference to someone that I don't know. No, no. I, I just think of. Oh, okay. I just think of uh, you know Kevin. He's just he's just the guy who's like he's 
He's the guy in the office that everyone's nervous around and extra nice to just in case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? like, he has like <laughs> acne scarring and you feel bad, but there's just nothing he yeah. can do to get away from it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Kevin, I brought you a Snickers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. It's for you. <laughs> Holy shit. I got that, 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 you. That, that's your special treat. Remember this yeah. moment, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I bought you, uh, I bought you uh, some pens for your crazy pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is that? Is that, is that a Dane Cook reference? Know, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Netflix <laughs> is releasing a show. <laughs> yes, it is. And um, I was waiting. I was waiting for someone to, to remember. It's Marcus. Hey, Marcus, I bought you some pens for your crazy pocket. <laughs> I, I recognize the Snickers one. I couldn't remember the pens one. Though. Yeah, yeah he, he was like, one day he's going to come in the office. And he's going to boom. He's going to lean over. He's going to be, thanks for the Snickers. <laughs> That was an early joke of his, and his earlier ones were not as bad. That's actually anyway. kind of a, that's actually kind of a banger. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even know you. Were, I didn't even know you, that we were. You were you were like toying with us. You were like the mastermind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were the, you, a little bit. Yeah, you were the jigsaw of the scenario. And just you were just like, like leading us to the slaughter that is your Dane Cook punchline, and we didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> I'm bringing you it back, at baby. The joke, yet you do not know who it was written by. <laughs> How do you proceed? <laughs> What a banger. Uh, Okay, so if I can try to get this out for the 12th time, uh, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness is a new anime coming to uh, Netflix in July of 2021. It looks like our old buddy Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield will be in it. It's also in the White House uh, for some reason. Look, you've been playing Resident Evil all week. (laughs) Just go ahead. ahead. I can explain. Uh, It takes place between four and five. Uh, it's supposed to show what happens to Leon after he gets back from rescuing Ashley, which oh, I, you just finished for. I, I just finished for literally three hours, four hours ago. Now it doesn't wait. wait. Don't don't do it. If you're going to talk shit on four, I'm taking my headphones off. I saw your post and yeah. I refuse to live in an existence where that game's not chef's fucking kiss. All right. So uh, if you're going to talk what, shit, what, what I will say is this. Keep your fucking I'm headphones do on. Don't you fucking don't you fucking do this to me. All right. Uh, hey, yeah. Go ahead. I'm gonna, let me speak my yeah. truth, Chris, okay? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, we're all so tired. Come oh, on. This is going to be dog shit when we listen back to it. We're, like, we're laughing like morons and screaming, yeah. Oh, my all right. God. All right, so the parts of the game where you don't babysit Ashley's brain-dead AI, the parts where you can throw her in a trash can or she's already abducted by somebody, are delightful. <laughs> Uh, okay, the, okay. Contro- the controls are still a little wonky, but God damn it, it's so enjoyable to shoot out their kneecaps and suplex them until their head explodes. But, I but, will can go ahead. But this game makes no fucking sense. <laughs> it's like it's like a Kojima fever dream is what it is. You have the Metal Gear Solid Codex. You're you're, you're on a mission that the president sent you to rescue, or someone sent you to rescue the president's daughter from terrorists. On an island? This is fucking, it's Metal Gear Evil, right? Or Resident Solid? <laughs> Resident Solid sounds like I took a big shit and named it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. That yeah that's what I made. I'm going to call him Resident Solid. Re- Resident Solid's the one that doesn't go down when you flush. Like, oh, what are we going to do with this? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, because he's a permanent resident. Guess now. he lives here now. <laughs> I will, uh... <laughs> oh, no, you fucking got him. <laughs> I feel like Derek and I are gonna feel like we're way funnier tonight because Scott's Scott's tired right. and laughing at more things than usual. <laughs> um, 
I will. My head cannon will tell me that you thought the controls were wonky because you weren't able to replay it using a GameCube controller because that's how it was meant to play, baby. Uh, well, is that have I you mean, played four and you liked four? Is that what's happening? I loved four. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I had just finished two make and three make literally two or three days before that. Uh, yeah. uh, for the listeners here who are not aware, I, I waited way too long for my, my Resident Evil Marathon playthroughs, and I've just been doing 15-hour streams, uh, beating entire games in one sitting. Gotta get them done. He's not kidding. No, uh, we, we literally did uh, Resident Evil 3, and then when Joel was unconscious, went back, played all of 2, and then went back and finished 3 in, like, one day. <laughs> oh, someone has a big dick in my neighborhood. I don't know if you guys yeah, can do that. Yeah. Big dick. Big old dick. <laughs> That guy's got a big old honking beef. Yeah, you can hear it's you can just hear flapping th- behind him on the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, you can hear that that big fat cox veins just dragging across the concrete, just displacing all kinds of topsoil in my front yard. Uh, <laughs> I had a point. Yeah. Um, the, the the thing is, the thing is, four feels disjointed from the other ones because it takes place six years after Resident Evil uh, three and two take place. The only connection we have is Leon Kennedy's there. Uh, it's supposed to be like a, a separate cult, like a weird cult that wants to like, essentially they want to body snatchers, the president of the United States. So they're trying to get to his daughter mm. and to plant one of the lost plagues in her. Uh, yeah. And umbrella umbrella sent uh, Wesker and this other dude who is so copy paste commando with a, a face scar. I can't remember his fucking name um, to go you know, obtain one of the lost plagues for their further experiments in the future because they want to see what they can do uh, with the T virus in a parasitic organism. Las plagues. Las plagues. Uh, those. That was good. Those those guys. They they walk around mumbling like naughty STD. I couldn't tell if they were saying DMV or STD for the longest time, <laughs> and I think I probably made the same joke like eight times drunk last night. <laughs> that's um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, anything that's going to bridge the gap between f- the nonsense that is. Four's story and what happens in five. Uh, I mean, come on. Four, four is fun, but there's a little 20 year old old man dressed like a Revolutionary War veteran <laughs> who has two giant bug men in robes as his guards. Who wrote this? This is a Kojima fever dream. Again, I, I can't. Is that the one that has like zombie Gatling guns or something? I was reading yeah. about like a sentient yeah. gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 not not a sentient gun but the, but the 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 last plagues are using like rocket launchers and guns oh, and you're like okay. like the the last hour of the game is just a helicopter giving you cover fire and all you do is run from cover to point A to point B while the helicopter blows shit up that's boring as fuck yeah yeah I don't remember that final boss fight was juice though absolute juice juice Lee L- the loose juice yeah was that a was that was, da- was that Dane Cook thing boost and boost no it's not <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so the story you just told me about the timeline that it covers is infinitely more interesting than this trailer yeah. was. <laughs> yeah, I forgot I, that I had watched this trailer. When I saw this in the doc, I thought that I had to go watch it, and then I remembered that I did, but it's just not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but it's just not good. I mean, it just doesn't, It nothing, it's not capturing my, it, it feels so generic, I think is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like two two generically dressed uh, protagonists. They're in the White House and look, there's zombies. It's like someone threw like darts at a wallboard and we're like, he's cool, she's cool. Zombies? President. Alright, fuck it, you know? And I, I just, I don't know, it's, something about it. The animation looks 
fine. It's just CGI. I mean, it, it doesn't yeah. look bad by any stretch. Uh, some of the more atmospheric moments, like, uh, you know, zombies jumping out of the dark and biting at you look pretty good. They look pretty yeah. good. But ultimately, it just makes me feel like I'm going to be watching one giant cutscene from one of the video games. And I, I don't know. I don't know if I care about it, to be honest with you. I, I don't at all. It looks like a dry hand job. It's just not like <laughs> oh, no. you're not even hard, but like just she's a minor not league baseball game. Yeah. She just keeps going. It's like, <laughs> you know, like how long are these episodes? I, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be. Yeah, it, it looked really boring to me. As a fan, I'm gonna watch it because I need to know what the fuck happens sure, Leon yeah. after four. But th- I think that's the only real purpose this solved. It, it, I'd rather read it as a book, or I mean, I'm, let's be honest, I'm not gonna read Resident Evil novels. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Please don't. I do want that. someone to suck my dick at some point when this <laughs> pandemic's over. <laughs> Uh, so I gotta be careful about what I start reading and doing while uh, while I'm not swiping right. Um, this <laughs> fuck got me. Uh, okay, so we're all kind of pretty much meh. I mean, I might watch it. Who knows? I don't know. I'll wait until some reviews come out, and then if they are good, I'll watch it. If they're super shitty, I won't, because that's how I do it. I think Play the animation style is a mistake. I think if they would have went real, like, real animation... Not, I mean, not to say that CG... That, that, that You know what I mean. If they would have went a different route, if they would have went with a different animation style that, di- that differentiated it from the cutscenes of the games, I think they would have had a much larger audience. Uh, also, there's a bunch of Resident Evil CGI movies that aren't great. They're not fantastic. Some of them are so over-the-top action nonsense that it's laughable. You watch them, there's cutscenes of, like, Chris Redfield and Leon having submachine gun fights with this guy. They're all doing backflips, and they're all... Oh, I saw that. Oh, it's yeah. so terrible. I know what and you're it, talking it about. And it goes on for, like, yeah. way longer than you can even imagine. <laughs> like, it's fucking... They're doing, like, gun karate or something. <laughs> it's so it's so embarrassing to watch. Yeah, yeah. So, anything, like, they need to distance themselves from that shit, too. Uh, if they want this to be taken seriously, and if they want this to be taken as canon, because I don't think the movies are canon, according to most fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, uh, you guys want to hear some good news, some real, some real underdog news, some let's fight the fucking man news. Uh, the original writers of the Predator film, Jim and John Thomas, are going up against the fucking House of Mouse themselves. They're suing Disney to try and recapture the rights of the franchise. And all I can say is fuck yeah, bro. I hope I hope that they win. They might not because I'm sure Disney's not sure. I'm I know that Disney has infinite resources. <laughs> they're not going to win. Can we just spoiler alert this? They're <laughs> going to get Come on. They're going to get. This no, is why I'm the optimistic we know how it's going to end. They're yeah, going to go bankrupt steamrolled. trying to fight this and they're going to end up living on the street corner uh giving dry hand jobs. They're not only going to gonna lose, uh, Disney is going to kill their kids too. Like they're going to execute <laughs> their kids in front of them. It's going to be a fucking nightmare for these guys. I mean, cool, like that takes balls, I get it, but there is no there is no reality in which they don't just get steamrolled from this. I, <laughs> can't well, I don't know if, if you guys just saw the the headline here or read any of the article, but there so there what there is an interesting wrinkle, which is which is really that there's um, a copyright law exploit which allows authors to cancel transfers after a specific period of time, specifically thirty five years. If I and if I'm reading that right, I didn't dig any further into it than this article, but it makes it sound like they can. Stop allowing you to like, like if Disney bought Twentieth Century Fox. Yeah, uh, it, it's allow it's allows the authors to say you can't keep just buying places and and taking the rights with you. Like if you're buying them, then the rights are going to revert to us because it's been past thirty five years. Yeah, that's in the contract, the copyright contract. 
Um, so they're suing Disney to try and reclaim the rights to Predator. The copyright law on the books actually means that a lot of studios, including Disney and 20th Century, could lose franchise rights to a lot of classic 80s movies. Um, Good. Fuck it. Let's, let's Good. do it. Yeah, well, yeah. because... Because, I mean, Disney's not going to make the Predator movie we've been wanting for 20 years, right? Like, let's be fucking realistic here. Let's be real. They're not going to make the Deadpool 3 movie that we want. I don't want to think about that yet. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry for the bad news. I thought that you could only... You you had to use the uh, IP that you had in in order to retain it. And since they, like... Well, not Disney, but before they acquired Fox... I mean, they've been making those shitty Predator movies for the past couple years. So, I- but I but I think the provision specifically says after thirty five years, you you could probably do that in perpetuity, keep making new shit, but you can't transfer it to somewhere else. Right. So Disney's because Disney uh, bought Fox okay, up. Okay. Is specifically why they're like, no, 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 no. Give yeah. me back. Give me back or give me the change. You know. Oh God, I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. I don't know how that hasn't gotten the old change. yet. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, don't Shine worry, guys, I'll beat it until it's not funny anymore. If there's one thing you can count on said. with me. Oh, <laughs> oh, my man. Okay. That's enough of, of copyright law. Lord of the Rings, the TV series that's coming out to Amazon, our baby boy Derek is, I, I actually don't know. Are you excited about this? No. <laughs> well, I can't say that I'm surprised by that answer. What? Uh, the Lord, they announced the fucking budget for the Lord of the Rings TV show. It's going to be around 465 mil for the first season alone. No, this is that prequel five... nonsense, right? Yeah. 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 Fuck, fuck and it's <laughs> not even that far. Like, there's so much. I- I'm sorry. I'll let you do your intro before I before I jump in here. Sorry. <laughs> well, I was I was ready for you guys how, to just start. I how, mean, how much money? 465 mil. Think about how many impoverished families you could feed and house with that money instead of wasting on this nonsense. Yeah. Honestly, if you burnt that money for fucking warmth, it, be, it would have more value than what it's going to have spending it on the nonsense. So they're going to give Sauron like a backstory. Who the fuck asked for that? Who wants that? Or even if you go in the other direction, you could use that money and just make a bunch of like blowjob machines to like suck your <laughs> dick every day or something. Anything yeah, would be better than whatever this fucking show is. Gonna you could open a whole blowjob factory. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Where you, you could go? open like a blowy cafe. Yeah, bro, That's you could right. be the blowjob inspector, or sorry, the blowjob quality control inspector at the blowjob factory. Oh, hey, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah no, you, get, you get a certificate and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Can that be the thumbnail? Can I make like a fake, like an FBI in an yeah. overcoat? Yeah. Yeah. It just says blowjob, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Oh yeah, quality control, quality control inspector. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, uh, it's going to be be so dumb. Like, first of all, it's a prequel, but it's not even like you have thousands of years of just awesome lore that uh, Tolkien wrote about, and they're going like sixty years before the events of Lord of the Rings. Like, why? Nothing was happening there that we really care about. Um, They've already said that they plan to put uh, like cursing and nudity and things like that that were not in Lord of the Rings ever. Yeah. Oh, so it's going to be uh, Game of Thrones. It's going to nope. be Game of Thrones. They're trying to make more expensive Game of Thrones. It's like, th- that's not what Lord of the Rings is. It doesn't have that grim realism. It's just good it's, versus it's, evil. It's, it's yeah, classic. It's, it's, it's black and white. Really? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's there's no moral gray area. There's good characters and there's bad characters. Yeah. And that's what's great about it. It's just simple. Like, not everything needs to be super yeah. complex. That's what made Game of Thrones good, the first half of Game of Thrones good, and what makes those books so good. But uh, what makes Lord of the Rings good is it's just a very simple 
uh, uh, case of good versus evil. I think a lot of what makes Lord of the Rings so interesting is the world building, right? Like, there's so much to yeah. it. Everything's so flushed out. Um, and the, I think the movies, the extend, especially the extended editions, are like you can't you can't remake those movies ever in our lifetime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, like they they are for but me up gonna. there. I mean, they're gonna try. Yeah, I mean it's. Um, it just seems uh, it seems pointless. The movies nailed it. That's what we needed. Uh, I mean, if you want to explore other characters in this world, great. But why are we? Are, we, we are dealing with Sauron, right? Like we're we're, we're seeing the fucking dark, the rise of the Dark Lord, where they're gonna like humanize him and make him a person, which is absurd because he's yeah. he's he's literally uh, malice incarnate. He's just he's just evil. He's the energy of just badness and meanness yeah. and evil. You don't need yeah, to, like to a put complex, it to put it a different way. If this wasn't Lord of the Rings, Derek would hate him because he'd have no actual origin or motivations. He's just bad for be to be bad. He you know? has I mean, a it's great totally origin, fine. though. If if you really, it, it, in all seriousness, just because it's simple doesn't mean that there's not a good story that leads up to him. I'm not going to nerd out that hard on this podcast, but I, I want you. I to. want you to 100. percent Okay, all right. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Melkor. Yeah. Melkor was a being that has existed longer than Middle Earth has. Uh, there are seven gods. I don't remember their names. I'm going to get this wrong. Fuck TCN me. That's okay. Uh, that they sing in harmony that wills the world into existence of Middle Earth. Um, and everything in it is from those gods who only have one god themselves, which is Irolu. Wait, a six part harmony brought the everything into existence? Uh, yes. But well, yeah, yeah, you got to be a Tenacious god. Tenacious D only got halfway there, though. <laughs> they had the three They were almost, mm, almost yeah! there. Just three more. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am actually interested. Please continue. Uh, so saying. they fell out of tune for like a millisecond, and this discordant off-note thing created Melkor, who is a being of just pure malice. And basically throughout all of time in Middle-earth, he inhabits people with his energy, and then they become sort of the energy of Melkor. So Saruman isn't Saruman. He's Melkor. They never say this in the movies or the books. Uh, well, the Lord of the Rings books, but it expands on it in um, the Silmarillion. Um, so Saruman is not, he started off as a white wizard, just like Gandalf, and once right. he was corrupted by Melkor, he became Melkor. Uh, this is Sauron, I've been saying Saruman the whole time. Um, so, but that's, that's the whole point, he was, this god of darkness and discordance was born of discordance, and the only way to sort of self-preserve is to just inhabit people who he can influence to corrupt. So, okay. I don't know, it, it's not like, I, I get what you're saying, you're right, but it, it, there's still a good story that led into that it's not just like he's bad because what a fucking baller origin story for the entire world yeah these six gods were drunk and just singing a song and one of them was a dummy and he slipped yeah. out of tune asshole yeah. dan the rest of them have cool names like cool godly names but this <laughs> one's just dan that's fucking totally, asshole. To totally a kevin fucking yeah. kevin move <laughs> yeah it makes sense it's very much like a kevin um um that's. I mean, let's 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 be real here. I. I, I mean, these gods. They. They. How long were they singing for? Wasn't six days, right? <laughs> like they get might have been. Tolkien loved his they, religious they, allegories. I'm just saying these. These. They, if. If. I mean, if they were singing a song. You know, three three minutes tops, right? Like. Yeah. Maybe. That's maybe, true. maybe. 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 Maybe six. Maybe. They, maybe they were. You know, singing a dream theater song. I don't fucking know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Could have been that. Well, that's why Dan fell out of tune. It was like minute thirty-five. He's like, "This is a little indulgent, isn't yeah. it?" And yeah. I need a drink. I need a drink of water. Yeah. I'm tired of being up here. He, he stopped to ask when they were going to stop. <laughs> Guys, are we wrapping this up soon? They're like, "Fuck yeah!" yeah. I got. He's think. like, he's like, he's like. Uh, all right, yeah, 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 I just like, gotta like, fucking ask. Are we? Oh, uh, uh, are we done? Oh, right there. Boom. That's it. Yeah. The, 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 uh, we almost done. Right there, Malcor born into the malice. And then the, they're all like, "Way to fucking go, Kevin." He's like, "Well, you didn't tell me it was gonna be discordance <laughs> if I stopped." Yeah. Uh, I didn't right need anything today, all and all I had was a Capri Sun before I got here. You guys didn't tell me what we were doing. I didn't get sheet music. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I didn't eat breakfast on the way because you said it would be a quick song. Yeah. I didn't realize quick yeah. meant uh, cosmic scale terms. Didn't realize anyway. one fuck up and I would negate, negate all existence potentially. <laughs> fuck me, right? Guess I'm just Kevin. Yeah, fuck me right in the Melkor. Oh, that's what you're going to call it? <laughs> you're going to call it the Melkor? <laughs> fuck you guys, I quit. <laughs> We're doing a good job here. Uh, anyway, so this series, I, I feel like I gotta clip that for like YouTube later. Oh, no. uh, Lord of the Rings, this TV series, uh, I didn't read this originally, but while Derek was talking, I was skimming some extra notes here. This is officially going to be the largest television series ever made, and Amazon is locked into five seasons. They already are locked into five seasons. They haven't even seen if it's going to be good yeah, yet. They're committed, they they're committed to making out. bad TV. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... Ready for this, though? Five seasons? As well as a spinoff. Great. Nah. Yeah. So this is going to be set thousands of years before the events of The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. Oh, it is going to be viewers. thousands of years before. Yeah. I, I had read Take that it was going to be like 80 years. Oh, this yeah. says this says thousands. Yeah, uh, we'll take viewers back to an era in which great powers were forged, kingdoms rose to glory and fell to ruin. You know the usual the usual fantasy. Sh- this this paragraph is so generic, it fucking hurts me to read it. It's so generic. Um, anyway, they mentioned Misty Mountains because they can't help but fucking touch their nipples. While they're, they're like the comp, they're like the ISP guys from South Park when they're on tech support. And they're like, oh yeah, oh, Misty, the Misty Mountains. mountains. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, all right, let's move along to the next thing. It's gonna suck. Uh, this is a. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. I don't know. I have a theory, Derek. I have a theory, and I'm gonna get it out before you guys talk. All right, so look. Scott kind of liked the rock TV show, right? Right. Did you like it or did you stop watching? I mean, yeah, but in the same way, it's like, it's like dumb fun. It's like how I met your mother. Dumb fun. You know what I mean? Like you watch it and you, you sometimes you pay attention. Sometimes you, you just listen to it while you do other shit, but it's, it's got, it's got real comfort show energy. All right. Then I, I retract my theory. Cause it's not, it's not based on anything. It was really stupid. And now it's not going to be funny. Uh, uh, did you guys have rock and or less funny than um, your, uh, tea and coffee story at the beginning of the podcast I gotta say hey well great now I have to include that in the- <laughs> great I get to open the fucking podcast yes. and turn everybody off of it immediately uh, <laughs> so Rock'em Sock'em Robots they were a toy that most kids had as fucking I don't know if you guys had them or not I had them I, they uh, you, fucking you, hit you were, you were gonna make a pun about rock, Rock'em Sock'em young Rock'em Sock'em Robots right you, you just wanna get it out <laughs> You, wanna, you, wanna, like you I, should just do it now. Yeah, you should just do it now. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I plead the fifth. I, uh, anyway, Rin Diesel is going to be starring in a Rock'em Sock'em Robots film. What do you think it was going to be, Derek? What do you think he was going to say? <laughs> I don't know. If only there's some way for us to know what you were going to say just a moment ago that you didn't yeah. say. Yeah, I don't know how either. I don't turn back time. 
Well, you don't have to. You could just say it now, which is technically yeah. in the future at this point. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. Or you can say it backwards and we can invert the podcast later to hear yeah. what it is. Yeah, Tenet won a fucking was... Oscar. If you ever need any I... <laughs> indication that the Oscars are fucking bullshit, there it is right there. Tenet won a fucking Oscar. I, I, look, yeah, I hated the yeah, movie as much yeah, as you guys, but the effects weren't can... good either, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they if I hold in rewinds and then yeah. play it forward. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, Chris. That okay. car went backwards. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fucking. <laughs> was that like I just imagined like they're like here's the Oscar and he brings up the I just he brings up like an old Panasonic VCR with the name tag VFX on the front of it and he's like this is my supervisor of VFX. <laughs> I just imagine like they call out Chris Nolan's name and he like comes out of the audience walking backwards <laughs> up to the stage and like he's already carrying the Oscar and he puts it down and walks back around like complete back and circle. everybody in the crowd is like fucking God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who invited is this, this guy we're in a pandemic <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I thought we were, we were telling him it was virtual so he didn't show up this time oh god so Vin Diesel apparently thinks that there is an some... A1 joke. I have to say, I just got to give that to you. It was great. I can also tell that he was afraid that I was going to make the same joke because he was starting to like cut in like excitedly because we have a habit of talking over each other and one upping with uh, saying the jokes first. Anyway, uh, but I had no idea where you're going with that. And that was that was fucking. Can, can, we, just fuck, can, we, just, can we just say fuck Vin Diesel in this movie and just talk about like what other things Crystal and Mike do completely backwards when no one's looking? <laughs> Okay. Uh, all right, takes a piss, but uh oh, now it's on the floor. Way to go, Chris! You fucking idiot. That's not how it works. Uh, hang on, start over. You said uh oh in the wrong tone, and I want you to do it right. Oh, you know how you're supposed to do it. Are you implying I should say, oh, uh oh? Sorry, there you go. All right. <laughs> all right. That's exactly what I was implying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have Vin Diesel news. Pressing Vin Diesel news. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get to the Diesel. You know. <laughs> Can't bend the VIN, am I right? <laughs> oh, fuck this. <laughs> Somebody's still letting. <laughs> God damn it, Scott's kidding me. See, just like he is egged on when I start crying, <laughs> I can't look at him <laughs> breaking down. It fucking kills me. <laughs> I'm, I'm staying strong. Someone. Needs to stop letting Vin Diesel make movies. It's basically what it comes and, down to, right? And music. <laughs> Does he, wait, he makes music? And, pub and public appearances. Yeah, and Facebook posts. <laughs> oh, God. And any, anything else he's ever done. Kids, you shouldn't be allowed to make kids, right? Anyway. They probably have pug faces, speaking of pugs. I know we're, we're bringing it full circle now. It's, so, ha know, it's, hard to imagine, it's hard to imagine his children being born with eyelids, right? Like, no <laughs> I thought that was a, like a... <laughs> what was that fucking movie with the creatures? He came, something dark. Uh, oh, you're thinking uh, uh, the the descent, the descent. The, the, uh, no, was it descent? Uh, no, it was the Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, yeah, but there, oh, yeah, yeah was the Vin Diesel movie. There was the prequel to it that was literally about not being able to go outside at night. It wasn't called the descent. It was pitch, the pitch, uh, pitch pitch black. Pitch black. Pitch black. Man. I thought you were making a joke about his kids not being born with eyelids because of. <laughs> 
it's a bitch black movie. And I gotta admit, no, he just got sl- that pug forehead, like that forehead that kind of comes out, like it's like, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Can it's you got, imagine if that was in yeah. your contract for Pitch Black? Though they're like, all right, no, you're gonna be the star, but we're taking your kids' eyelids. <laughs> 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 they're ours, Vin. You signed the fucking contract. Yeah, everything else is normal, but we also get their eyelids. Yeah. I think that's, the, that, that, that's literally the only way you can make people watch a Vin Diesel movie is to take their fucking eyelids away. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you can barely get that out before you start laughing. <laughs> that was like a 50-year-old like middle-aged divorcee laugh, too. <laughs> that was really good. I'm so tired, that, that guys. Came- <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> that came from the heart. Yeah. Scott, when you get a chance, please just read this post that I put in the disco. Just whenever you get a chance, no rush. <laughs> what did All right, you uh, do? I had a dream that Vin oh, Diesel no. was my mailbox. <laughs> it was just him. <laughs> no, hang on. Take all, right, all the time. Um, I had a dream. You gotta read it out loud. <laughs> I had a, I had a dream that Vin Diesel was my mailbox. I mean, like it was just him from the waist up, attached to a pole in the ground. He handed me my mail and said, looks like you got some bills today. <laughs> Would be nicer if they were dollar bills, you know? You must finish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's dead. <laughs> then he chuckled to himself uh, for the rest of the, the rest of my dream. <laughs> All right, let's move on. I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I'm going to finish it for you. Oh, yeah. I've included an image that best represents what I saw in my dream. The only difference is where Vin Diesel had a huge, goofy smile and his arms were folded across his chest. We're going to put that image on the Twitter, guys. No worries. We're, we're just so you can envision this. <clears throat> Beautiful work I was going to say, the, I mean, that, the, could, that could just be the thumbnail. Like, the, the, part, of, <laughs> the, the part, and then he chuckled for the rest of the day. I was preaching this guy like, just, like having like, a like, <laughs> it's like I love this guy. Yeah, this is way. the best Scott ever. <laughs> I picture it being like, like, uh, like a sleep paralysis demon. Like you're like the first of your dream. You're just stuck standing there while Vin Diesel laughs to himself at his own joke. In like a three For second like- <laughs> loop. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's over and over again. For hours. <laughs> oh my god, I'd rather I'd rather be pulled into my bed like Johnny Depp in Nightmare on Elm Street and just liquefied. <laughs> oh god. All right, we gotta so get through this mo- article. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to oh say, the entire moral of this very bad story was that Vin Diesel uh, went to the bargain bin of franchises at one of the studios, and it was like, like the dollar movies, the dollar DVDs at Walmart bins. Yeah, like Battleship. And, and, <clears throat> right. And uh, moved his hand around and said, oh, look, there's only one left, actually. And it was Rock'em Sock'em Robots. And now he's out doing press saying, like, I really think there's a franchise here. And... <laughs> <Sure>. <clears throat> Uh, of course, you, bring it to of life. course you do, Van. No one's surprised that you do. I, um, I can feel like the fake excitement through the news article that I was reading about it. Yeah. Like, uh, next up, Mark Wahlberg stars in Monopoly, <laughs> a tense political thriller about the espionage of Wall Street. I don't know, none of that means anything. <laughs> I, I like that, though. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Mark Wahlberg would star in an action movie version of Monopoly, though, right? We can all confirm 100%. that. Yeah, 100%. that guy needs money. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They, if they they wouldn't even have to pay him that much. 
He would just because Mark Wahlberg just always plays himself, just yeah. with his regular accent and everything. Uh, I want to talk about this trailer. This this trailer is actually like the first thing we've talked about today that I'm a little excited about. So the Shang Chi. Oh, sorry. It's I've been I heard it pronounced by Kevin Feige is Shang Chi, and I'm not sure which is correct. It looks like Shang Chi to me. Someone correct me, please. And the Legend of the Ten Rings released their first trailer for this film that's going to be coming out later this year, September third, and. Just off the top, I have to say, I love this trailer. I've watched it multiple times. Uh, I think it looks fun. I, I don't have to say. It looks... I'm sure it will end up being formulaic because it's Marvel, but the trailer had enough fun things in it that I was excited to see where it goes. And um, I think Scott shares my sentiment, but how did you how did you like the, the Shang-Chi trailer? <clears throat> um, I think it looks like a breath of fresh air. You know what I mean? In, in what is essentially uh, a house fire, you know? You know what I mean? Like, the MCU is such a fucking shit show right now. Anything I don't know that, if you know this, but that would make the house fire worse. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Not if it's coming out of an oxygen mask. Oh, that's true. Okay. Okay, right. fair enough. Uh, Good point. Yeah. yeah. I think we can all agree at this point, uh, there should be a do not resuscitate order for the MCU, right? We should just let it die at some point and not even attempt to breathe any new life into it. Uh, but if we're going to, I'm glad we're going this this route. We're kind of seeing like, it'll hopefully be a, a rehash to like phase one small stories where it's about the central character and ex and exploit uh, exploring their world and their motivations. And um, I think it's exciting that we're going to see uh, the Mandarin make an appearance as uh, Shang Chi's father or Shang Shang Chi. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure Sha which one's the proper Shang pronunciation. I've Literally, since I've ever heard this name, I thought it was Shang Chi, and then I heard Feige say Shang Chi. So I, I'm just saying Shang Chi from now on. Shang Chi, very nice. Yeah, yeah. very good. Shang Chang? No. Shang <laughs> <laughs> Chang. That sounds um, racist. Yeah, that's, that. Oh, it <laughs> really does. does. Oh no, accidentally. We know you didn't mean it that way. Yeah, yeah. I needed. I needed Derek. Uh oh. Right there. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm very sorry. I did not mean it like that. I just call it the challenge, and it just happened to be bad. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking. Uh, but I mean, I think that's that's important with this series. Though, also, is that they're they're kind of retconning a lot of stuff and changing things that were blatantly racist about. Uh, Shunj Chi back in the uh, the OG days, of the comic book. Uh, you know, rewriting characters. Uh, you know, removing characters that aren't really central to the story and were just offensive stereotypes. Um, the action looks great. The setting looks awesome. And I just want to see an awesome kung fu movie in the MCU, or just out of the MCU even, just an awesome kung fu movie. Yeah, I mean, I will say before I ask Derek his thoughts, I mean the the little clips of of battle that we've seen have looked actually like pretty inspired, like decent yeah. combat. Um, Derek, how did you feel about the trailer? Um, I thought it looked really fun. I was surprised. I thought it was going to be dumb, but yeah. it was really it, it was cool. But here's the thing: like here, here's my <clears throat> one point. This is where I'm drawing. My a line in the sand. I, I can't stand action in general, but since Marvel movies suck up most of what action movies are now, they're kind of the main culprit currently. Um, I can't stand like how action shots are um, done now. It's just constant cuts every millisecond. And it's just like nauseating, confusing. If they're going to like, it looks like they're trying to try their hand at like Kung Fu movies. And as someone who has spent half of his life, getting stoned and watching Kung, Mu, Kung, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Kung Fu movies. All I have to say is this, let the shots breathe, like let do wide shots. And it seems like everything that we're seeing in this trailer 
Seems like that's a possibility. Now, of course, it's a trailer, so stuff cuts around a lot. But, like, you saw a couple shots that that breathed. I mean, there was this yeah. part on the train where he, he like, punches two people and then jumps yeah, up. Yeah, like that was sick. Them. It was really cool. That was all one shot. Normally, they'd find some way to get six different angles in this 1.5 second long thing. All done at once. That's encouraging. There was some other part that looked really like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon inspired with like some woman spinning. And again, it was a cool shot. It was sort of like she passed by us and then it followed her. All yeah, it was very shot. Crouching Tiger inspired. It looked beautiful. It was gorgeous. It did. And so like if they if if they're going to play their hand at that style of movie, then I expect them to do it right. And if they don't, they can go fuck themselves. But this trailer did look really fun. I have to say I was surprised by it. I thought it was going to be corny, but it looked really, really fun. No. Yeah, they've. I think they found a way to to make it. I mean, you know, obviously they're they're using, you know, they're they're using. I I think I could be totally fucking mistaken. No, okay, yeah. The like the director of the movie, everyone involved is really steeped in the Asian culture, and especially you know where a lot of these movies come from. Like you said, like the the older kung fu movies and the styles of those films. And uh, I know we're talking about the actual substance of the the shots we've seen, but that fucking song they cut this trailer to very good is a banger. Very good, it's yeah. pretty sick. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I like in here, and, I, and Scott mentioned when he was talking uh, about he likes you know kind of going back to I guess what you'd call basics, like people we don't know giving us like making us care about these characters again, as opposed to watching the sixth iteration of the same ones we've already uh, seen on screen to the team up where they kind of don't ever have any character growth themselves because right. it's a team up movie. And I feel like we're going to, I actually feel like you're going to get a lot more of those because a lot of those older characters are being kind of phased out. So, you know, we're yeah. getting uh Shan Sh- <laughs> Chi. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, you know, like, like you said, the Mandarin thing, that's not really a retcon, right? I mean, they had the short with Ben Kingsley. Uh, well, yeah, uh, when yeah. They, yeah. Well, they already retconned it after Iron Man three, they did a, a short yeah. to retcon it. But what I mean is, uh, I believe the his father in the old comic was, was called Fu Manchu. Mm. Oh, it was really bad. Legitimately, yeah. like, and it was not. Yeah, pretty doing gross. Doing any favors for the uh, comic I book mean, community as a whole to have that characters floating out there for years, especially in an industry where like you have such obvious allegories, like mutants are representative of racism in America, yeah. but then you also have a character who's literally called Fu Manchu, and is, is just the the culmination of every negative Asian stereotype you could have. Um, yeah. I'm also, I'm also excited that, that this, we might get to see a new Iron Fist who's not a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white man, right? Like, that would yeah. be fucking dope. Fuck the Iron Fist show so hard. I wish I had an iron oh, dick. thank you. I wish I, could, I wish I had an iron dick so I could fuck that show hard enough to kill it. I hate that I hated show. that. I hated that show so much, and some of my friends so uh, at the time liked it, and I was like, I just, I, just, I just liked that Rosario Dawson was on screen at some point. That was all I remember about that show. She was the night nurse, right? Yeah. Uh, I did something I almost never do, and I stopped that show halfway through. It was so bad. And I actually gave was, up on the Netflix Marvel stuff. Like, I was so tainted by that show that I was like, uh-huh. it yeah. made all the other ones that I like kind of liked worse. It, like, that's how bad yeah. that fucking show was. I, I like Daredevil that far because I love Daredevil. Yeah, fucking fuck Daredevil, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even like Jessica Jones, I liked on the first pass. Um, I never watched that. I couldn't bring myself to watch that. I couldn't bring myself to watch any of them other than I think Punisher and. Uh, yeah, I never watched Punisher because I think that came out after Iron Fist. Like I said, like I just Punisher wasn't bad. No, Punisher yeah. was good, but it's still it's also like 
you kind of see why all those dude bros throw the Punisher logo on their truck after you watch the show, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. just, it just it, it it feeds into that Vin Diesel energy we were talking about earlier, <laughs> where you know that's what I was worried about it, and I felt like him being not the main character in Daredevil season two, like kind yeah. of offset that a little bit. But, yeah. Um, what's his name? John, whatever. You know, Brunthal. he's he's yeah. uh, you know, he, he gets the job done, I guess, but. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was great in Daredevil season two, but be, uh, beyond that, I just didn't have interest in, any interest. Yeah, in their whole it. rooftop fight in season two was was just fucking expertly. I loved it. I loved Daredevil. Uh, I thought it was like top of the class for those shows. Uh, I thought the first season of Jessica Jones. This is not where I thought this conversation was going, but while we're here, fuck it. The first season of Jessica Jones. Well, I actually liked. Uh, I liked the villain. Uh, I think the story of her and her villain and how they're intertwined was very good. I didn't watch season two at all. I had Me zero interest to go back. Yeah. It was great. But, uh, right? No, I, like I agree uh, with the, the rooftop scene with um, Punisher and Daredevil was great. There was a line I'm going to misremember here, but it was something like the only difference between me and you is one bad day. And I always thought that that was such a fucking great way to draw a parallel between uh, Batman and the Joker. The uh, right. Batman and the Joker. Right. Yeah. Right. No, nah, between your, your conversation protagonist and and your anti hero. But yeah, you're right. But that I think that's almost verbatim a line that's come out of like a fucking Batman graphic novel. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was okay. from that was from one of his origins, wasn't it? Probably. You're probably right. I I, I haven't read. Isn't that from the kill? That's from the Killing Joke, isn't it? It I, I, I probably. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's right. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, it was something similar to that. So it was the same sentiment. It was, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we got on this topic. Oh, right. Iron Fist was really, really bad yeah. because it was yeah. very, very bad. No one should watch it. The Cynical Nerd Podcast is in unanimous decree. Yeah. Uh, fuck yeah. that guy and everything he stands for. They just saw that guy on Game of Thrones. We're like, we got to give this guy a series. No, you didn't. Look, look, look them golden locks. No, the, that's that's what they that's literally what Netflix executives did. They were like, look, oh, at, the, look at them. Look at them golden locks. Let's make a Iron Fist, right? That's not that's not going to be any any way, shape, or form uh, harmful. Yeah, yeah, but he was like he was great in as Loras in Game of Thrones, but like, did he ever have a scene that lasted longer than forty five seconds? No, and that was the beauty of his character. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't around long enough for you to realize he's a terrible actor. Yeah, yeah he's good to look at um, for forty five seconds at a time. Yeah, handsome boy. He's a handsome little boy. Little some might even boy. say thirty seconds at a time. Handsome, handsome fella. <laughs> Uh, oh god yeah no i remember there was a big uh this is this is this is oh no this is why that show was so bad i remember the controversy when it was they announced this casting and there's there's two sides of the coin there there was uh iron fist is a, a horrible ex old example of cultural appropriation this white guy comes in does kung fu does it better than everyone else who's been practicing it for decades yeah uh it's it's fucked up and shitty uh, it was written in a time when that was considered acceptable. It should not be considered acceptable. And some people were like, well, if you cast him as someone of Asian descent and rework the story, they can try to like reclaim that character a bit mm -hmm. and like make it respectful. And then there were the comic book uh, fucking incels on the Internet, comic book fan incels who were screaming like, but don't change the character. It's the same people who he's, like he's a get all up in fucking yeah. arms. Yeah, it's the same people who get up in arms when there's like rumors of like Michael B. Jordan as Superman. They just lose their fucking mind. Like, yeah. who cares? I'm a DC fan. I don't give a fuck what color they are. What My does it matter? Michael B. Jordan would act the fuck out of that part, though. Like, Michael B. There I will watch Michael B. Jordan in anything 
Except there are rumors it, that he's J.J. Abrams' reboot Superman. I would fuck with that. Ironically, I hate I have Michael my, B. Jordan. I, I just don't I like don't him. I don't know why. I know, right? I, I know I'm in the minority there. I'm not happy to be here, but he just seems like the kind of guy that when he's in the bathroom, like a public restroom, he licks his fingertips and straightens out his <laughs> eyebrows. It's the best way I can describe him. Okay. Wait, wait. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, God, that yeah. made me feel gross. I know. Me too. I didn't even I do it. I don't like it. <laughs> I feel anyway, like you're spit on my head. I, I feel like no one's ever actually done that that wasn't being filmed for a movie. I've never seen anyone do that in real life. That's just like how you know someone's a douchebag in like an 80s, you know, like dramedy or something. Yeah, I feel that. I feel yeah. that in my bones. Sean's chi. Uh, I like have this you, trailer you, a whole bunch. Sorry, have you seen have, people do that, Derek? Have you seen someone do that before? No, I feel like they all have enough self-awareness to like do it when nobody's around. But like, mm -hmm. I know they're doing okay. it. I, I can, you know, I've got that. I'm on to you, Michael B. Right. Jordan. All right, we're almost done, boys. We're almost done. We're almost there. We have another trailer, another Marvel property trailer to talk about. This one's going to be a Hulu original. It's going to be MODOK. We've talked about this before. They did the special look uh, with the online virtual con. This was a proper two-minute-long trailer. This series comes out May 21st. It's very close. And I think I speak for all of us here at the Cynical Nerd when I say, can't wait. Looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Are we getting like, all the episodes at once, or are they doing a weekly release? Probably, probably weekly, weekly release. because fuck us, right? That now, yeah. my god, so annoying. Yeah. Can I say that we're, we're going to briefly talk about Shadow and Bone later, just unspoilery, like we talked about? The fact that it was like a reminder of what was, yeah, because they dropped the whole season at once, and you're just like, oh, I want more. Oh, here's more. Yeah. You know, like, oh god, I missed that. Fucking missed it. Give it all to me. I'm a greedy bitch. Uh, <laughs> I want it. Uh, <laughs> I just, <laughs> oh my god! I just I, no dicks like coming. Oh, I, I had like I had like a flashback in my in my head of like that orphan Oliver. Cum <laughs> no, you didn't. I've that, never done that in front no, of you. No, no, I'm saying that, that orphan Oliver come joke where you said, "Please, you said, I want some more." Please, sir, I want some more. Come. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that I said that. Yeah, that was like like I, that was like twenty <laughs> episodes ago. It's a fucking it's a deep dive, boys. I'm impressed that you remember that. Um, I'll never forget it. It was the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! And the shit we've said since, because I remember at the time thinking this is probably a little close to the line. Yeah. And then don't you know, want my boss here on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you about that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It has. It didn't happen, as far as I know. Okay. Uh, anyway, so this Modoc trailer it was cut to semi-charmed kind of life. And I, I don't know, it was, this trailer was just a joy. I gotta release that early. Mm -hmm. I, uh, it looks really fun. My, my biggest, um, is this, do we know what this is rated? I haven't seen anything about rating for it, and I'm concerned that it's basically gonna be PG Robot Chicken. I think uh, only said shit in the trailer, and there was some gore, so probably yeah. at least, like, uh, TV 14 or whatever, I would imagine. Yeah. Okay. I, I hope that they don't, I feel like that would be a little limiting to the series, yeah. because Patton Oswalt cursing is like one of my favorite things. Like it's, I, Man, I don't know, just like his fucking hit, voice. When he said, when he screams "fuck," it fills my heart with joy and my eyes with light. <laughs> yeah, but no he did. There. Like I'm not making that up in the trailer. It's Somebody goes like, "Ah, shit." So I, I don't think it's. Yeah. I don't think it would be PG, that's, but that's true. It yeah, looks good. It looks true. like uh, they're they're t you know uh, the, the obvious thing we mentioned this earlier before we started recording. It looks like, uh, basically Robot Chicken, that same kind of animation style. Um, I don't know. It looks good. Yeah, I, exact I, same. I, exactly the same. 
Uh, I would have never imagined, like, if you would have told me, like, like if you would have told me about this and I wouldn't have watched the trailer, I'd be like, that's going to be the most dog shit show that could ever be made. But the, tra I mean, it looks really fucking hilarious. It looks good. So I can't wait. My legs are sweating. My too. <laughs> What's up, Scott? What happened? I just, I just looked out at Vin Diesel again. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make that's gotta be the thumbnail that beats the blowjob quality inspector joke. Wish it was dollar oh. bills, you know what I mean. <laughs> what, what, what if what if Vin Diesel is the blowjob and uh, quality control manager? Oh, in the mailbox, yeah. like he's holding it out to badge. Mm, he doesn't. He doesn't get that job. He doesn't get that job. <laughs> he didn't um, earn it. All right. So we have one last piece of news that leads right into our first topic. I'm doing them slightly out of order from the doc, only because this ties directly into one of our primary discussion topics this week. Uh, would you like to go pee pee now? I think I should. Yeah, if we're going to do it that way, I think I should go. now. If we're going to do it now. Do you have to go pee too, Scott? No, no, I'm good. God, I feel like such a dad when I do that. Yeah, it's big dad vibes. Big dad vibes. Big time dad vibes. It's big B, uh, BDV. How you holding up? I'm I'm real tired. Yeah, I just want to take this time to apologize to listeners. Uh, I'm not all I'm not all here today. You got some of me. <laughs> not all of me. Yeah, a little bit. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Um, so I'll take this time to shill. We don't have any. Oh, womp womp. I need to insert that music. We don't have any emails this week. I thought I specifically told you guys to email us. Specifically requested, and you broke. You broke you broke my fucking heart. And you had extra days because we recorded late. Yeah. That's not what this segment's for. The segment's No, show. no, no. Guilt okay. them. Do your dad <laughs> tell them that you're not you're not angry, you're just disappointed. I'm not angry. Yeah. I'm just disappointed. Ooh, that even hurt my feelings. How you, how you guys like that, huh? And you know, I with the way your mother and I raised you, I expected you to do better. Right, so I expected you to be better. It's getting weird now. <laughs> 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 so you can find us at facebook.com slash the cynical nerd uh, the cynical nerd.com you can grab the RSS feed you can find us on Twitter I still haven't gotten the fucking handle back I'm going to find this man or woman and ask them sternly but still politely because I'd rather you gotta, you gotta, honey Highland, you gotta Highlander fight to the death on top of an Irish plateau you gotta I sent a very nicely worded email to see if we can have the handle because it's not being used we need to start a campaign. I need people to start a campaign and get this shit moving. But you can find us on Twitter at the Schmegnerd currently. Hopefully not permanently. We can get the, the proper Twitter handle because I keep using that as an excuse in my head for why we don't do more on the Twitter. Why don't we, on the uh, Twitter. Why don't we make it uh, the Cynical Nerd podcast for now? Just to make it a little easier for everybody. Uh, that might be too long, but I can try. Okay. I know TCN podcast is taken, I think. I'll, I'll look. I'll do a little double check skis because yeah, I'm see. not sure where we fell on there. Um... Derek, first and foremost, how was your peeping? Um, it was good. Totally voided can, my bladder. Yeah, we can tell that it was a piss and not a bis because it was, it was pretty quick. Yeah, we got, you just got to get in and out sometimes. Sometimes I don't even make it all the way to the toilet. <laughs> oh, some dribbles on your leg. Just yeah. kicks open the bathroom door and starts going. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, world. I'm pissing. And That'd be and such dog. a baller move, though, like, especially like someone else, <laughs> someone else's house at a dinner party. They're like, they're already on the toilet shitting. You start pissing in their lap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you Sorry, just open buddy. the door. You don't even look in. Is yeah. this the bathroom? And you just go, you just do it, man. And then like, then you get mad at them for sitting where you're trying to piss. What are you doing? I'm pissing. 
Um, so I'm actually going to save this article for the end of the discussion about our first major topic, just because it feels like that's where it belongs. Uh, mostly because the news is about what's going to happen next, right? So anyway, so this week we were uh, given the finale of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Sure Sorry, were. I should say Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Um, I, I this, this finale was a mixed bag for me. I don't know about you guys. I, I really like Mackie as, as Captain America. I like the outfit. It's extremely true to the comic books, uh, maybe to a fault. Um, some of it's a little silly, but overall, I think he wears it well. Uh, they had a couple really great moments for him and a couple that just felt like, OK, well, I mean. This is fucking just pandering real hard, I feel like, in some of those scenes, like some of the dialogue is just kind of ooh, OK, um, I they did a couple interesting things, but at the same time, they did exactly what we all expected them to do. Uh, and before I get too much into detail, I will also say that Scott, I'll take that $50 steam gift card whenever you're comfortable sending it over yeah. uh, for the bet we placed last week. Yeah. People don't forget uh, <laughs> Derek. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> oh, that was, that <laughs> was sexual. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, God, I got a chill. Little, I got a little. I got like a six on a scoot yeah. scale there. Is that, is that a little little dead Heath Ledger energy for you? You like that? <laughs> oh, why does it gotta be dead though? Like, did you animate his corpse? No, because he's dead. Because he's dead right now. Okay. It's true. We it's all wish it was Joaquin instead, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus, Derek, how'd you feel about the Falcon? River misses you, Joaquin. I, I just <laughs> found out a that River and Joaquin were were related today. I found that out. Oh, seriously? And yeah. b that they were in a child sex cult when they were kids. Like he escaped from a child sex cult. That's a topic for another day, though, right? That's a I whole. Didn't, I did not yeah. know about that. Oh, should I yeah, put a wig, yeah. Should I put my wig on? <laughs> Speaking of child <laughs> sex cult, Captain America: and The Winter Soldier. Sees, uh, how'd you feel about it? I um I I hated it. I hated it. I think that everything Ooh, okay. about this show made no sense. You have what's her name? Forgettable person. She's the appendix of Car the show. Carly ended up being the no, no, not that a forgettable person of the show. The uh, 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 the other Sharon or something. Show. Uh, uh, the shadow broker. Um, that was the worst thing of the show. Yeah, worst part of the yeah, show. It was so down. corny. And then like the, it makes all this shit not make sense. And and it just makes you realize that other things that surround that don't make sense. So she led uh, Sam and Bucky to the the um, uh, person making the serum that she was trying to protect because he was an asset. She was killing her own employees, the guards, as she was going around. And it's like, wait, what? And then it just made me think like, oh, they break. But um, what's his name? Nemo out of prison. Is it Nemo or Zemo? Zemo. But we Zemo. call him Nemo. All right, Fuck, I'm, I was hoping you wouldn't catch it and I was <laughs> van damming it. <laughs> um, Sorry, they break Nemo out of prison. <laughs> It's a very different version of Finding Nemo. Yeah. And, uh, it's a gritty and reboot. They like give him guns. Someone and let Christopher <laughs> Nolan touch it. He just swims backwards the whole time. <laughs> and wonders why, where are you? You look in the wrong fucking way. Um, yeah. No, it sucked. Like they give uh, Nemo the gun and let him do flips and blow shit up. It's like, why would you break out the most dangerous? The It just sucked. And then even. Yeah, but here's the important part that we all want to know. How, did you like. Mackie's cap. Uh, I did like him. I hated his costume, but him as cap was cool. Oh, yeah? yeah, it was good. Okay. Um, the costume, and that's the one thing I keep seeing is like, well, it's true to the comics. That means nothing to me. I don't care. Like, if it yeah. looks bad, it looks bad. It doesn't need to be true to anything if it looks like dog shit. There's too much white on it. Way too much white. And like over yeah. the past 20 years, like, I feel like that's the one thing that 
studios have learned about designing these costumes is that when you put too many bright colors on it, it looks cartoonish. Is that you got to put them all in black leather? That's we right. Know. We know. We know. The X Men set the bar yeah, for they set proper that shit up in two thousand one. Um, but uh, and even like if you look at um, the part where he makes the speech at the end, and I remember when I watched that, I thought, well, this part's really cool. If you like, don't rewatch the scene and listen to what he's saying because his acting is so good that it seems good. Just read yeah. the script, like the dialogue of what he's saying in that part. None of it means fucking anything. It's just nonsense, circular drivel that has nothing to do with anything that has happened in the show. But of course, he says it in such an impassioned way uh, that it, it seems like there's substance to it, but there's really not. Um, Bucky was a total unnecessary. He, it feels like he went through no growth. Uh, in the end, he apologized to the guy and then was just like, I'm sorry. Okay, goodbye. And like, that was it. Like, really? Like, I, that's and then the he's like, I got to move because I can't stand to build a relationship with this guy after I told him that. Like, he just dips the yeah, fuck Yeah, he's out. basically like, yeah, I killed your son. I'm okay with it now. You deal with that shit. I'm out of here. It's like, la, 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 la. I killed your son. I can't hear you, guy. So, uh, yeah, that, it's, uh, I, I saw And here's my final thought. I saw that IGN, of all the things, IGN, who's known for giving things way too high of a rating. The um, more you know. They get, they get, can you edit that in? I would really appreciate it. I'm going to try okay. my best. Um, uh, IGN is known for rating things too high. Like, they'll talk shit on a game uh, throughout their entire review, and then be like, 9 out of 10. Like, there's no consistency. <laughs> they gave it a fi- the show as a whole a 5 out of 10. And I saw, I'm in a uh, Marvel shit posting group where I was. This made me finally I'd say leave. that's pretty fair. And uh, there was a post that was like saying that they thought that that review was unfair. And people were in there saying like, oh, well, it left these questions unanswered. And some guy said, yeah, well, not every show has to answer every question that it poses. And I'm like, see, when you say shit like that, you're letting shitty Disney be shitty Disney. You're telling those writers You don't have to put that much work into your writing because I'm going to defend your stupid asses online because I'm a stupid ass. And this is finally what made me realize I'm not mad at the writers of any MCU film. It's the fucking fans that just let them get away with doing the bare minimum. And as long as there's shooty, shooty, punchy, punchy action, everybody's happy with it. It's like, what happened in this show? What happened? Nothing. It was pointless. Now, I... May I? I, I'm... yeah, you may. I, let me bring up one very quick point. No, nah, never mind. You go. I'll, I'll do it later. It's not that important. Um, I mean, I still think I still will die on this hill. Right now? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, he's okay. got the armor. It's just We're doing just, this, boys. We're doing this. Just okay. going to take a minute. All right. It's all right. This is happening yeah. right now. Do, 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 do. Better have the helmet, oh, right? If he doesn't have the helmet, it's fucking useless. Feels like he doesn't. I feel like he does. He put the oh, hat back no. on. There we go. Helmet. There we go. No, no. helmet. Oh, no. no. What if someone no. shoots you in the head? Oh, it looks great. Fucking. Jesus Christ, Derek. That was hilarious. That's going to be gold. I know. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> where's the helmet, bro? I don't, I'm not wearing a fucking helmet. What the fuck? Am I an eight year old kid? <laughs> <laughs> should, I, should I put the? Should, should, wait, should wait. I, should, should, no, no, should no, I no, no, no. Captain America costume. What am I, an eight-year-old kid? Yeah, this this is an adult size. I'm not wearing the fucking plastic mask over my face. 
Where's your little hat? <laughs> what am I, an eight-year-old kid? <laughs> Fucking 30 seconds earlier, you reached off-screen. Didn't even have to get up. It was within arm's reach. You had a Captain America because Because I have had this within arm's reach since we were supposed to do our, our MCU debate for months now. I've been waiting for the day we're going to do our MCU uh, debate. We just haven't. Because I agree with Derek now. That 99%... I know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this, this moment here while you, while you guys can't catch your breath or speak to get my point out. Uh... I still will defend I still will defend Captain America Winter Soldier all the Russo Brothers films really uh, with my last dying breath I will die on this hill uh, be it by snap or I don't know a, a recycled plot device would, well, you don't have a, to die on the hill really, I'm with you I'd like the Winter Soldier a lot uh, it's just Derek over here but but you mean tell me that the, 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 the shadow broker rose to power in five years this this nameless woman who had no Resources so bad was on the run and became the most powerful person. Who did she? Who was running things in Madripoor before she got there? We don't get any of that backstory. We don't get anything that makes her turn to that to the the power broker make any kind of fucking sense. Um, that's besides the fact that it doesn't line up with her character at all. No, it's just bad. Uh, John Walker had a really interesting turn in this episode. I liked seeing him do the right thing when it mattered the most, and I liked being able to root for him. I don't think he's a piece of shit as much as I did before. He's just kind of a... It's... He's yeah. unstable. Hey, Ron. Yeah. He's like, you're wearing a Captain America outfit? I'm like, yeah. That's what he's yeah. doing. Yeah, but, he's, yeah. but he doesn't have the helmet because he's not eight years old. So it's... <laughs> so, Ron? How old are you, Scott? Not eight. We already determined that. <laughs> Older than eight. <laughs> you fucking killed Derek with that. <laughs> I just want to see you drunk at a convention, sweating out of your cheeks, and some little kid's like, where's your helmet, Captain America? You're like, what am I, fucking eight years old? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here. It was so good. All right. Um, uh, yeah. Power Broker makes no sense. John Walker's turn was cool. The costume for me is mostly like the, the head, the headpiece, the thing like that little thing wraps around, like it looks too ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have, I would have liked, I would, I could deal with, with how white the suit was if he didn't have that weird fucking headpiece on it too. I think I agree. I think the headpiece is what too. ruins it for me because it, yeah. it's so comic book accurate. Like I said, to a fault because Captain America's outfit, like it or hate it, is pretty tactical. Like he wears shit that you would if you were in the military for the most part. Um, and it, you know, it just it just seems so silly. Like your head's exposed, but you're not a super soldier. But like, what are you dealing with? Why does it have to connect? Like it just doesn't make any sense. It looks weird. Yeah. Uh, I. It also pissed me off uh, to no end that like again we don't we don't get to see any we don't see any repercussions of the snap we just hear Carly talk about it here and there you know what I mean like 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 that weird lazy Aaron Sorkin attempt at a speech at the end of this uh, I'll agree Anthony Mackie delivered it beautifully and like honestly you get swept up in it but that's just because Anthony Mackie's an incredible actor great actor yeah. Um, but yeah, like I feel like they they were trying so hard to give him his big unifying moment as Cap. I like some of the stuff he said. I like how he talked about, you know, I'm standing here. I can feel I can feel it even now that some of you hate me for being a black man wearing these colors. I liked that he came out and was just like, "Fuck it," like you know what I mean. Like I thought that was a really cool moment to give him. Uh, and also having him take Isaac to the museum and show him the like show him the exhibit. About, yeah, that, that I liked that a lot. That had me choked up a little bit, which is the first time this show has done that. Uh, despite how hard it's tried to make me give a fuck about characters, but not really, right? It just tells me I should, without really laying any of the groundwork for six episodes straight. Fuck this show. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, I'm I'm also glad it's over, and here's the point I was going to make before you started, which was, 
someone pointed this out on the internet, and it's 112% fucking true. The show means nothing. Imagine if the show didn't exist, and they just went straight to Captain America 4, which is what the news article is we're gonna, we were going to talk about. Mm-hmm. You did not, this did not matter, because the problems of the show were manufactured in this show yeah. to make a show. Yeah. Like, the end of Endgame, he got the shield. So we know he's going to be the next cap. Nothing matters. Like yeah. the only thing they set up in this series is like, I don't know, you U.S. agent being a, a chess piece on the stage, which is inconsequential because you can introduce him in, in the next film. And uh, I don't know, um, uh, Dreyfus's character, which I, it seems like they're going to be doing some kind of like Dark Avengers slash Thunderbolts team, which is going to be so fucking dumb. Uh, and then real bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Real bottom of the barrel. And then Bucky, and that like, barrel sure, was already he, full of shit before you got to the bottom of it. So yeah, there's a lot of poop. in Yeah. There. Yeah. Nah. Uh, but that being said, there is a deep seated nerd in me who still felt emotions and they were all 100 percent tied to Anthony Mackie's cap. And I think that speaks to a couple things. One, it speaks to the fact that I really have liked. I always, I always like the goody two shoes guy. I've, I think I've talked about this before. Like I, whenever I play a game where you can be good or bad, I always do the first playthroughs like squeaky clean, the best dude I can fucking be. I don't know why. Just it, it's just how I work. So like, I really enjoyed the Captain America arc with Steve Rogers, and I enjoyed, I, just, I enjoyed his him playing Cap so earnestly. Like he's supposed to be like this eternally optimistic. Yeah. Like no, like we can work together, and he he played it so well. And I thought who could who could take the reins from that. And still pull it off. And Anthony Mackie's the fucking guy to do it. And and again, to echo the same thing that my best bullies here have just said, that speech, the whole thing's it should have been cut. They should have cut out a bunch of it because, like, I don't think it was completely meaningless. But I do think he he made like he had like, let's say, three good lines in the whole speech that just had a bunch of stupid filler in between yeah. them that didn't really make a whole lot of sense. This is a whole lot of generalization, and, right? Like just- yeah, yeah, a whole bunch of super generalization. And it, I thought the the general point of like you're calling her a terrorist, but like, what do you think she calls you? Like they he, they could have made that so much more eloquently and had it be meaningful if they had just tightened it up. Like this is the most important speech of the show, arguably. And you just let him ramble. And I, I guess you wanted to give him a platform. And and for the most part, I think that they handled the tricky subjects of like. This black guy taking over as Captain America and like what that means, not only to the, the rest of America and how he knows people are going to hate him for that, but what it means to him to where this, you know, Isaiah Bradley said it best. Like he was like black, uh, no self-respecting black man can put that costume on. And he fucking did it. And he's like, because I choose to fight for my country mm-hmm. and I'm going to be, I'm going to be, you know, he says be better. And I thought, I thought the message of that speech was well-intentioned and I thought it just, it did not stick to fucking landing. Um, I, I got to admit though, like I said, I, some emotional things, some of the fighting uh, got me excited. Cause I'm like, it's kind of neat to see someone that can fly with the shield. Cause it's like this yeah. weird, like not Iron Man, but a little bit of the, like the, the drone gadgets. He's not a super soldier. And we were talking before about how we weren't sure if he was going to be able to pull off, like believably fighting these people. And I thought it worked good. We saw him stick the fucking wings in the ground to stop Mm -hmm. against the punch. There was a, there was a lot of juice moves in this. I thought like using the vibranium shield, which we know we now know are vibranium. So he's essentially got one giant fucking cap shield when he wraps the wings around the shield. I thought, God, and the, the best move in my opinion is 
the move he uses to knock the pilot out of the helicopter when he throws the shield like a fucking pinball, yeah. does a front flip in the air, and then uses it to smash the dude out the other. I thought it was fucking mm-hmm. mm, delicious. Overall, the show was was this completely unnecessary. Was, was this uh, that that one dude the, the hired muscle? Was that the leaper? Barak Bar- 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 yeah. the leaper. Yeah, Bat- Batrock. Yeah. Batrock. The yeah. Yeah. yeah he's coming, Bar- yeah. He's coming back from uh, Winter Soldier. <laughs> Bar- 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 is, is it the same actor that played him in Winter Soldier in the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. It was the same guy. Holy shit! That's that's neat. Uh, there are two things. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say like like I agree with Chris. Like this series didn't need to exist to this extent. All it really did was it introduced the possibility that the Flag Stashers might still be around, and mm. that we have U.S. Agent. Uh, oh, I don't know, because Zemo's fucking butler took out a big old chunk of them. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but, right, but, but right, right before they get in the car, or right before they get in the truck, the, the one guy who's putting him in there whispers, you know, what one... What oh, one, what right. So, right, right, I, right. I, think, I think the idea is that there's still, like, that's what Sam was trying to say at the end, is there's still hundreds of thousands of people, maybe millions of people, who believe what she believed, and... How many more can be radicalized today by what you're proposing to do? Right. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that 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 could but that could also be the, something that's established with the, the opening sequence of Captain America four. We didn't need this series if we were going to do this with it. Right. I think there was there was like there was so much opportunity here and it's all been kind of missed. You know what I mean? Like we talked about it last week. how We could slightly rearrange the order of events. The reason why Sam puts the shield down and why he picks it back up again. Uh, yeah. Having him have a legitimate reason other than I'm not Cap to put the shield down, him finding out about Isaiah and having that be the reason why he walks away, it gives him so much more opportunities for, for character growth. He can, again, he'll feel the guilt uh, of seeing what happens with Chris Walker as he picks up the shield. He'll have to deal with the regret of putting the shield down and kind of come to terms with the super soldier program and, and what happened to Isaiah before he picks it back up again. That's a much better arc. Yeah. I, yeah. It just... It, the show is disappointing overall. I, I again, I, I'm happy. Mackie is the new cap, and uh, it, that that fact alone is the only reason that I was excited about the article that's tagging on the end here, which is that they've announced Captain America four. The, a proper film will be spinning out of the series. Which look, there's no other thing you could do, right? There there were rumors of like a season two. How bad would the fucking optics be for Marvel and Disney? If the first black Captain America was forever relegated to Disney Plus and never got his own fucking movie, like there's no recovery from that. There's no way you can't make a Captain Four. That being said, I, you know, I would imagine they're making it because they have great faith in Mackie. He's a he's a great fucking actor. Um, and the heartening thing for me in this article is the showrunner uh, Malcolm Spellman is the one uh, along with someone else. He's got a, a partner. Uh, Dallin uh, Musan is one of the writers from the series are writing the script for Captain America four. And I like that because those two specifically were responsible for all the, the, the actually kind of meaningful conversations in the show. They wrote the episodes with Isaiah Bradley talking about the past. They wrote the, the finale here, you know, where they gave Isaiah his statue. And, and I feel like the one thing I'll say about the show is, I thought they were going to glaze over these really complex topics far more than they did. And I was surprised they even gave them the air that they did here. So I hope that they continue to expand upon the very complex relationship in Captain America four. I, I, I actually have to say, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I, I always, yeah. I, I've talked about it before. I always like the taking up the mantle thing. I, you know, especially when it's done right. And Mackie is the right choice. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see what his cap has to overcome, especially 
having wings, so we're always going to see different fighting styles from him than we're used to, and and you know not having super soldier serum. But uh, if you guys don't have anything else to add before we move on, then we shall move on. Let me, let me just us. ask you one one question, fellas. Uh, sure. Summer's coming. Do you guys like Rita's water ice? Uh, it's not bad. You have, a okay. favorite, you have a favorite flavor? Not really. Okay. Thanks for nothing, Chris. Uh, blue raspberry. Oh, oh, okay, sure. Um, no, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. Oh, hang on, hang on. I, I just like strawberry, and I like it when you. It's like the gelato when you get the the water ice with like a little bit of vanilla custard in there. It's okay. delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, now, would you remember being like sixteen or seventeen? You would walk miles and miles to go to like Wawa, or you ride your bike, like like a, like for an hour to go get like Rita somewhere, and like the the, the journey wasn't worth it, but there was nothing better to do, and you were glad you got there. And when you got there, you were like, I'm gonna get this bomb ass gelato. With strawberry and vanilla because I earned it. I made it. That's how I feel about Anthony Mackie as Captain America. I'm glad we have him. I'm glad it's happening. But the entire trip to get here was not enjoyable in any way, shape, or form. I loathed it. I was sweating. I was angry. I was mad at myself that I had committed to this. I was already so far in that I I might as well keep going because if I turn back, right? Like I like that. I like how that analogy. analogy. That yeah, good. yeah. I was gonna say I like how that analogy ended. Weird start. Mostly, my, mostly my fault, but I like where it ended. I have one proper. closing thought too. Uh, let's just say, um, you know, you guys are uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. You guys can figure out who's who. Um, yeah. And we get in this big fight, right? I'm there too. I'm like an agent or something, and I get shot in my spine. Okay, I, I get shot in my spine, and I'm like bleeding out and dying, and uh, and then I kill the bad guy. I just want to know: Would you guys check on me? Or would you pick up the dead bed get, I thought bad the guy same thing. and fly out the I window thought, to go make a speech to some thing. politicians? I I kind of feel like he knew she was okay, or that she, well. because she was trained, would be able to tell him, like, no, this is a real, like, I'm going to die. I don't know. It, it, it felt weird to me, too, but I just, I was like, whatever. It's There's a guy in a rocket pack with a Captain America shield. Derek, these are not the things that you focus on. No, no, no. But well, the, you the, could the, use it, your jetpack to, like, I don't know, cauterize the fucking wound or something. Did he even say, like, I'll be right back? No, I think he just, like, Peace, left. bitch. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for I mean, all your help. Her, but Good luck dying. I, <laughs> like, I wish he would use a jetpack to cauterize a bullet. That's overkill to the max. They're gonna burn a fucking hole through it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, the, one thing that we never really get explained to us is why, uh, uh, why John Walker suddenly had a redemption arc in the last 15 minutes of the episode. I mean, that's just got to become USA. I bro. mean, yeah, I mean, if they're gonna make him an anti-hero. He still has to have part of the hero in there. Right. Um, but, but also like, why, why did Sam give a fuck about Carly? Right. Yeah. Like what, what, what was it about her that had him like so emotionally invested that he like, would carry her dead body and give a speech about what, how she sacrificed her life. Someone who's been actively murdering people. Is it because she was just young and had freckles? Like, what was it that I, made that made her supposed to be this sympathetic character? When we got, I we, think it's the freckles. We got, we got, no, we had no inkling of of her doing any good other than her telling us this entire fucking series. We got, no, we didn't get a glimpse at the horror that she came from. We just saw like what looked like every Eastern European town that Liam Neeson chases a terrorist through. For like one episode, for like two scenes. That's all we got. Like was like a little, a little tiny taste. I think it was just because they both uh, are victims of oppression. That was my take from it, anyway. And I think that it's also a matter of if you want to go deeper. I doubt that this was the intended thing, but she was a displaced refugee, and at one point Sam was like the displacer, right? Like he was in the military, so right. maybe there was some sense of. 
I need to be doing right by these people. I, I don't know. Maybe that was an aspect to it, but I think it's mainly just that he's seeing, you know, with his talks with Isaiah and whatnot, that, you know, it, it's this, this oppression that he's feeling other people are feeling worldwide. So I think that was sort of the bridge that connected it. It could have been explored more. I'm not okay. disagreeing with that, but, but that's, that was my takeaway from it anyway. All right, boys. I'm very excited to talk about this next thing, which is Invincible Episode 7, the penultimate episode of Invincible for the finale, which will hopefully be up sometime tomorrow night. I'm Hopefully it drops early. Uh, I'm just going to drop this nugget out in Front Street. I loved this episode. I thought it was an awesome setup for the finale. Um, I think I caught the very tail end of, of, of uh, Scott talking about it in a stream where someone in chat was like, glad to hear it was fantastic or something. And I was just like, it's my precious. Uh, I, I love this from, from the reveals in this episode to the characters staying true to their motivations and that paying off in various ways. Like, um, fuck what's, what's his name? Fuck. Uh, long, old, bald haired guy. Fucking Cecil, 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 that guy. Uh, some of his, some of his dialogue with Omni man's wife. I'm just like, she's like, I hate you. And he's like, I know. Yeah. hate myself too or something like that but but he, like he knows he's doing what he has to do to try and stop omni-man so it's like yeah. fucked up and also great um to the whole episode just kind of playing out like a like a like trying to hold back this speeding bullet this fucking nuclear bomb yeah. of omni-man from getting to his son i fucking loved it the robot reveal which i realized we had seen his weird fucking body earlier in the season yeah and like i was like where, where, where did i see that before i forget uh i thought it was dope his little Modoc uh, energy right he does. He totally yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I, I wasn't sure where all the cloning stuff was going, and it, it surprised me in a, in a very real way. Yeah, it's way weirder than I thought it was going to be. Like way fucking weirder. I, this grown peanut man, have this full. <laughs> I, this fully grown peanut man, have a crush on this fifteen-year-old girl I met, and I must be fifteen, so I'm not a pedophile. Right? Is but that? You're still, but you're still a pedophile. Still, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. If uh, if I if my surprise wasn't I mean, I know downstairs, I might yeah. put it on. But. I know, I know for a fact. I mean, like I know she's twenty five, but she looks fourteen, and it's weird. Um, yeah. Also, Amber, biggest That's bitch like in the world, I'm right? Not... The Amber reveal. What a fucking c u n t. Am I right? I, I have that... to say, no, we were wrong because we were, we were all we going. Were, we if were she wrong. doesn't. We were like, if she doesn't know, then it's terrible writing and she's a bad... Mo- but it might be worse that she knows because... She knew the whole time. It was just a... She knew... She actively knew when he was at the campus and still played with him like that. And still yeah. fucked with him. And ran off and, like, threw a temper tantrum. Like, if you fucking know... Also, you're mad at him for not telling you his secret identity? Like... Yeah, you suck. She, she, she's the, the, the worst. I hope, they, the motiva- I hope they murder the fuck out of her at some point in the, the show. The motivation and- of, like, her her liking him so much that she was really upset that he didn't, like, just tell her. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I can kind of see it. But at the same time, there, sure, you can be mad at him to some extent. That's acceptable. Yeah. But the way you, she fucked with him was, like... She was gaslighting was the like, fuck out of that boy. It was, like, blindly selfish. Yeah. To, like, you you can literally see him trying to fucking save people's lives, and you're just mad at him that he was dishonest with you. So you're calling him a coward. Oh, okay. You're implying that he was a coward when you fucking like, know he wasn't. Like, what kind of piece yeah. of shit would do that? What kind of emotionally manipulative monster is Amber? Maybe she's the villain. She's the fucking emotional terrorist of the show. Like, we've all, we've all dated I, an Amber, right? Come on. I, I looked at I looked at the situation for a long time because I'm like I, I feel like I'm looking at this 
like kind of misogynistically, if that's a word, you know, you know, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I I feel like, like it might just them Phil Spector glasses, the Phil Spector spectacles. (laughs) I'm I'm like stepping back. I'm like, what's her motivation? Blah, blah. But I just, I can't wrap my head around. I think yeah, you she's just a, she's a teenager. I think that's what it is. She's an irrational teenager and it was crazy of her to I, I think what it comes down to is she expected him to tell her and he didn't and that upset her, which is an unrealistic expectation. Mm-hmm. But to expect for your uh um to for to expect for someone who's saying that they're in love with you and doing all these things to to want to be honest with you is not an unrealistic expectation, but the reaction to it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, you're saying like the whole reason the the idea of a secret identity exists in any of these shows is to protect loved ones. So it's like, it's obviously an, and she should know that uh, in a world where superheroes are well known and exist. Um, So it is goofy, but I think what it comes down to, like if we really want to get into the shoes of it, of that person, of that character, she's a fucking 16 year old girl. I mean, you remember how you were when you were 16? We all sure said don't. some crazy, stupid shit. <laughs> sure don't. Yeah, that was half of years. my life ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But I also loved this episode. Thanks for that. Let, yeah, right? It's fucked up. Well, less than a year, half of your life. More than, never mind. I can't do math. Just forget it. Um, <laughs> I uh, I loved it, too. I loved Cecil is my favorite fucking character on this show. I, I realized that watching this episode, and I realized that one of my favorite tropes in any kind of uh, um, show where there's superheroes or super able people whatever uh i love the person who is not a superhero who's crafty as fuck and so can hold his own against them uh same thing with kaz from shadow and bone like he always just has a fucking trick up his sleeve to like get out of those situations um he was excellent donald went out like the biggest swinging fucking dick move that he possibly could have that actually like had me almost in tears that part was so good um Immortal coming back and then just being not immortal again. Oh my god, I <laughs> like, fucking I fucking forgot about that. Like, yeah. but that was awesome when they stitch his fucking thing on and he's like, Omni Man, he's like in this rage and like flies. Oh, it was uh, incredible. Yeah, they're, so they're like they're basically like you know he his cells can't degenerate. He's basically <laughs> Superman, and you see like the oh oh boy, I saw the alert, I saw the smirk. Oh boy, why? <laughs> Keep it up, Vin. Did you just look? Looking good, Vin. Looking good. Uh, I forgot about the immortal thing completely, but yeah, they put him on the table and the stitches, the staples just start popping out, and they're like, "Oh well, he's fucking called immortal, I guess." Yeah, Uh, yeah, I I, Vin Vin Uncrustable over here. (laughs) Uncrustable. (laughs) I feel like if if Groot ever got chopped down and they put him through a lumber mill and all the bark pulled off of him. It would look just like Vin Diesel. Okay, I thought you were doing that Dane Cook bit about printing the Bible on him. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm constantly, I mean, I'm good. constantly waiting for a Dane Cook bit now. I'm like paranoid. You're constantly you have, like, on the PTSD lookout now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> PTSD. Oh no! God damn it! <laughs> Fuck you. PTSD. <laughs> Post traumatic Dane Cook disorder. <laughs> yeah, it works. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't really know that we all have. A lot of this. Do you have anything else you guys want to add about it? I, I just loved it. I thought it was fucking great. I'm really yeah. excited. I, I saw a tweet from them uh, earlier today that said, no matter what you think, you are not prepared. You are not ready yeah. for what's coming next. I am Real so vibes. I am so glad that I did not. Yeah, I'm so glad that I did not read anything about this. I feel like anything could happen with this show. I feel yeah. like I feel like it. 
have they get have they already signed up for more seasons of this or could this be a one and done? I don't know. This, I'm not sure. Could this end with Omni Man just destroying the fucking planet? Like what what is going to, what is going to happen? Like I feel like anything's possible with the show because I don't know, man. It's just it's it's kept me guessing every step of the way and I fucking Just so you I'm, guys knowing on that same tweet, like even comic book readers were like, "Wait, what the fuck are they talking about?" Like they like nobody can like it really is they're doing something well, I, I feel like much everyone. like they tweaked the sh- the Walking Dead show so that it wasn't the same yeah. fucking thing as the novel, yeah. although it basically was until later seasons. Yeah, uh, at yeah least. boring as shit throughout. Exactly. But yeah. <laughs> whoa, buddy, I like the graphic novels. You fucking asshole. I, I liked I liked the first few seasons of the Walking Dead, but it was just the yeah. same thing. Like we got to get those people because they got our people. We need to get our yeah. people back. <laughs> people, we got to get I, them I like before they get us. Just, yeah. like, wait, wasn't that the last thing we, that have, we did? Yeah, like they they. They just refer to everyone as their people, and it's yeah. exhausting because <laughs> nobody like you never know who they're actually looking for. Like this, they don't know what the fucking names of the characters are. I know there was a Jesus. That's the last thing I tapped out. Yeah. On. Oh, yeah. Jesus, Jesus. All right. Yeah. yeah there was a I, guy with I, a pet tiger that just did what he told him to do. Oh yeah, That's, yeah. He like mm-hmm. talked like he was a fucking like a like like knight of the round Ezekiel. table. Yeah. And then Isaiah. the actual story was that he was like a larper or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. He, he worked at, like a Renaissance fair. Me, he's like, yo, please don't tell anyone about <laughs> yeah. this. It's like, yeah. oh my god, are you kidding it's me? Ezekiel. <laughs> Ezekiel. But also, like, yeah. if you met a guy who talked like that in the apocalypse, wouldn't you just smack the shit out of him so he shut the fuck up? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, like, I hate every minute of this. I'd rather get my dick eaten by one of those guys than <laughs> yeah. deal with this. We, for we didn't one go more back second, in time, right? you fucking moron. <laughs> yeah, like, ima- imagine, like, imagine being in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, and your first, your first go-to is to live out your LARP role-playing fantasies <laughs> at the expense yeah, of. Get to at the expense He's like, of I can finally do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. What <laughs> boys? Yeah, like he he quits his job at the auto body shop and he just LARPs full time. He's like, nothing matters now, <laughs> you know. Yeah. The house got destroyed. Now the whole world's one big basement, boys. We can LARP all we want. <laughs> all right. Next topic. I'm excited for the season finale. I'm very excited. Yeah, uh, next wait. topic. I'm depressed oh. that it's coming, though. Like, legitimately, I'm, like, upset that there's yeah, just one more. most of the time, too. Wait. I'm just so glad it's eight episodes <laughs> and not six. I th- just I thought related to the show. Or... I'm always depressed it's coming. Because <laughs> I know it's going to be over. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, how you guys feeling? Uh, Mortal Kombat time? <laughs> yeah, sure. You ready for that? Yeah. Are you ready for that? I am. I am? I think so. Here's the thing. Uh, the movie's not good, right? But, like, the movie doesn't make any sense. It's it's a Mortal Kombat movie without the fucking Mortal Kombat tournament, which is the biggest strike against it, I feel like. They yeah. build up to this. Yes. They build up to the tournament and they talk about the tournament and then the tournament never fucking happens. There, it's to be continued. There are, there are so many things wrong with this movie. It suffers from sequel syndrome, which is the same thing 90% of the movies that come out now do. Like, we're going to build a franchise, so let's not bother giving the first one a story. We'll just set up stories for later. Um, the idea of assassins coming to kill people to prevent them from participating in Mortal Kombat is cool as fuck. The idea of Sub-Zero being that is cool as fuck. But this movie had serious issues with the chronological order in which events take place. Uh, also, like you said, no no actual Mortal Kombat tournament. Fucking sin. There's a 45-minute training montage in this movie, and I watched all of it! Yeah. <laughs> all I can of it! The, I can just hear the Team America montage song in my head when I'm playing it. Even Rocky a, needs a, a montage. 40, a 45-minute 
training montage like it's a goddamn Rocky movie. That's like if you watch the Tomb Raider and the first 45 minutes is her figuring out how to use her GPS. Like, it's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. It's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. I hated everything about this movie. I, I Start hope to finish. I fucking hate it. I'm so mad. Everything. Everything. Oh, okay. I mean, oh, oh, okay. hang on, well, hang on. Come on. Because what's the, the four-letter word for love? Kano. That guy was hilarious. Yeah, but, and they killed him off. Kung Lao and Kano I, were the only characters in this movie that were likable, and they're both dead. They're both yeah. gone. Kung you mean Lao Spinny Hat Man? Awesome. He was so good. I, you I, mean I, Spinny I Hat Man? The first eight minutes of this movie were fucking great. They yeah. were Spinny awesome. Man. The, the whole fight with the. Oh. But but that but, but that bait and switch though to like be like remember Scorpion here's how he got his fucking thingy and then like we don't and see then, him again until then, the very end. I'll of the back at the end. Very end. Yeah. They were the best part. Like the opening is very good. The opening sets up some good drama between the two characters. There's there's a lot of cheesy dialogue. Yeah. In the film, a lot of it's really bad. I dude, I'm Kano being killed is one of the cardinal sins of the film because he's the only act. He was whole fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. Uh, he was such a cunt, such a dickhead. Yeah, like and he knew he was gonna die the moment there was like him and Sonya had tension. And uh, also, why can't they get an actor who doesn't suck to play Sonya? Dude, every one of her lines was oh, terrible. She was not good. Every single one. There wasn't one that was anything more than completely dog shit. Wasn't she the blonde girlfriend from Get Out? I don't know. I, I think so, but I, I may be mistaken. All I know is her performance made me feel like I was in the sunken place the entire time right. this fucking movie <laughs> it was, was going really on. bad. Oh, yeah. I, th I thought that's where you were going. So, I'm, happy really that I'm so, also tired of the trope. Like, anytime you see a movie where it's like, okay, we, we just have to unlock your hidden potential. And it's yeah. immediately, it's like, okay, so it's gonna, gonna come in a time of dire need where your friend's about to die. Like, yeah. that's gonna happen. Yeah. And as soon as they get into the part where their friend is, like, on one knee and bleeding, and it's like, uh-oh. It's like, okay, here comes the power. They're gonna unlock it. It's like, Wait. so fucking... Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. The, the only time I don't hate that is when it's Cat picking up the fucking hammer. That's the only time I will oh, ever God, excuse I hated that. Oh. I fucking love oh, that moment you. so much. That was the best. I know that's, I know that's like years of of fanboys and paying off, but it it's true to the character. It's what fucking ha he's one of the only mortal men that's fucking worthy. Mm. I loved it. Stop your all your fucking nihilism over there, you hateful eight motherfucker. This uh, I movie, don't know why I reference the Tarantino movie, but you get that too. This movie was so bad that I I was gonna wear this shirt out in public earlier, and I didn't want to. I'm afraid <laughs> yeah, people are gonna think I like the new movie. Like oh, yeah. I have, you know people are gonna go, so oh, gonna start a conversation with you. Yeah, about it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and the thing is, man, like, I don't know if we have time and we have other shit to talk about. I could fix this movie in five minutes. I could fucking fix we, it. Yeah, we five have minutes. five minutes. But before you go, I was so happy with some of Kano's lines that I was sending them to Scott as I was watching the film. Yeah. So he he goes to fight Liu Kang and he goes, "No Harry Potter shit, all right." <laughs> and then when he gets his powers, he's like, "Ah, it's a fucking laser beam. It's better than fireballs, you fucking pussy." Like he was just <laughs> yeah, he was such but, a dick but, the whole time. But but. And the whole thing is, I'm reading. I'm reading your like your sheer joy at enjoying Kano, and I I felt that too. What like, but about an hour of this movie, I was like, all right, we're kind of cutting it close for the tournament, aren't we? Like we got like yeah, 50. yeah. And then like 30 minutes left of the movie, I'm like, oh, I mean, maybe maybe we'll get to the tournament. I, I don't think there's gonna be a tournament, guys. I don't think, I don't think there's fucking. I don't think there's Mortal Kombat in fucking Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. It was um, it was extremely disappointing. And Shanks, he he like announced it. He's like, we aren't doing the tournament. It's like, well, mm -hmm. fuck you. What am I here for then? Yeah, yeah. But the thing it is, was so. But no, the thing is, it, I could deal with the plot being that they were trying to like break the code and and fight outside of the tournament to prevent it from happening. Right? Like like, like they're trying to pull Mortal Kombat Annihilation, but do it better. If the fight if if the fight scenes had been 
uh, one on one, even if it, if it had the essence of Mortal Kombat, the fight like the like. There's so much wrong with this. The Arcana thing wrong. Kano has a laser eye, but not not an metal plate. A, yeah, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have any like cybernetic enhancements. Jax's arms are little string beans until he like powers up. That's his Arcana. His Arcana is you can grow tissue on your twig arms. Like you could fix this movie if. The first scene wasn't in it because Scorpion and Sub Zero, honestly, like that, that felt disjointed to me. It felt like they shot that as like test footage to get money for the for the fucking movie, and then like added in special effects later for it. You know, what I mean, like, like yeah, they were like, we can't afford to pay those guys to be in the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it, it felt disjointed as fuck, man. Like that. We're opening, just gonna book that, it. That opening sequence was the best shot in the movie or the best scene in the movie, but it doesn't lend itself to to the, the chronological order we need to see things in. Right. Jax and Sonya needed to be hunting fucking Kano for the opener of this movie. They need to encounter Sub-Zero and Reptile who are trying to assassinate people with the mark or not even with the mark. The, mar- the whole mark thing was fucking stupid too. It right? was the dumb. Tra- the it transfer. Dumb. Uh, but if we're going to use, if we're going to keep that canon, let's for the, for the sake of argument just to avoid me rambling, trying to figure out what the fuck else we do for five minutes here. Uh, they're hunting Kano to try to kill him, right? Um, and in that skirmish, Jack loses his arms. Kano gets burnt by the acid blood that should have fucking burned his eye when they were fighting reptile in that fucking garage kato gets his cybernetic enhancement Jax gets his yeah. enhancement from the, from the military from the black market whatever the fuck now we don't have to have arcana because those people can have their abilities the way they did in the fucking video game uh Ar- the arcana should be something that's maybe unlocked after years and years of study hence why only fucking Liu kang can do it and fucking uh kung lao because they've been trained yeah. at the temple of light for decades since they were fucking children that would be how you would fix the character arcs I could, do you feel like they? Do you feel like they? They thought they wasted their lives when, like, they were like, "We've been training since children," and they were like, "But you stay here for a week and you'll get it too." <laughs> like, do you think they're like, "What did I do with my teenage years?" That's we'll get whole, you there quicker. Don't worry. That, that's the whole thing, man. Like, it's just it was so stupid to me that like that that most of this movie took place almost forty five minutes of of runtime took place in the Temple of Light, guys. That's yeah, too which much is clearly a shitty soundstage. Yeah, yeah, and it's just, dude, it's fucking. It was terrible. Um, yeah, and Raiden they, was a real flaccid dick in this movie, wasn't he? Yeah, what, what floppy, did he do? Floppy dick. Tell me one thing floppy he did. Dick. He put up. Tiny a, dick. He, he made the a, wall in the beginning. That's it. Yeah, he put up a big shield, and then and yeah. well, failed. And then he then he nothing. brought Scorpion back, which Raiden can't do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Scorpion, Scorpion, like fights his way out of the underworld in canon. I'm pretty sure, or yeah. or he. Actually, I'm pretty sure canonically, Scorpion's supposed to be a bad guy, as is Sub Zero, and yeah. they're warriors from from Outworld. Or sorry, out, out. I don't, I don't fucking remember. Yeah, uh, Outer Realm. Right? Yeah, Outer Realm. Uh, yeah. Out, out, Atland, at, Outland. Atland. Uh, da- down there in Atland. Yeah, you know, down, down, down there. They yeah, got the crawfish. Yeah. Uh, I don't. They also wasted Goro, bro. They wasted Goro. Goro was this big, menacing. I mean, he was a fucking puppet in the OG in '95. Yeah, that felt but, like a weird way. Yeah, but to because, him. because you introduce you introduce Goro at the very beginning of the 1995 film, and he's this looming menace. You see shadows of him, and you see him sitting down talking to Kano, and he has personality built in. That even that puppet had more life to it than 90 percent of the physical people that were giving performances in this movie. And to me, like it, they didn't they didn't set up any of the villains' personalities aside from Cabal. And then when we're finally watching the Cabal fight, it's four fights happening at once. It's Cabal looked cool. That's f- it, though. He did look cool. But yeah, cool. they montaged all those fights. It was just yeah. like, it just started, and then like within two minutes, time. all of the fights were done. It was like, yeah, oh, all right. And and let's let's be let's be real here. The Kung Lao uh, hat fatality 
was probably the coolest fucking part of this entire movie. But it's over so quickly, you don't even know what the fuck happens. He like he jumped on her back and then just rode her into the hat without any actual fight. And yeah. then he ruins the perfect moment yeah. by saying, oh, "Don't even say flawless, it. Oh. flawless victory." Uh, and the irony is, this movie is anything but that. I had such oh. high fucking. That's hopes. the that's the fucking movie box quote, boys. We yeah. gotta stop. You just put the fucking you put the bell on. I don't know what. What do you put bells on? Fucking whatever. Versus, it was the ending. We talked last yeah, week about how Christine properly checked me for my mistake, and I said that it felt like being backed into a corner and leg swept in Mortal Kombat. This right, this right. movie. Backed my blind optimism, the last shred of blind optimism I had into a corner, and legs sweep me with bad one-liners, terrible CGI, nonsensical plots, and I don't know, man. Like I understand that they either want a budget, clearly, because you look at look at the the acting and look at the CGI. Mm. But how did how is it this movie dropped and you're immediately already green? They're signing sub the guy who played Sub Zero on for four more movies, four more movies. So you knew you were gonna you knew you were gonna make another one. Why don't you put more yeah. into this? Why don't you put more time and effort and care into this? This is gonna be the new W.S. Anderson Resident Evil verse. Is what it's gonna be. It's gonna be the new shitty video game adaptation that fans who don't know any better or like fake fans love, and people who actually like the source material are gonna fucking hate. I'm sorry, I'm done. All I could think throughout is that I remember weeks ago we were saying like, oh, they got a bunch of no names. Like that could work out. And like halfway into the movie, I'm like, oh, they're those kind of no names. Like, <laughs> oh, <it's> not... no. <laughs> That's why they're no names. That's why I don't know their names. It's because they're really bad Gage at acting. Says she was in Hungry Cumsluts Volume 7. I didn't know IMDb <laughs> had. I didn't know IMDb listed AVN Awards. That's crazy. Oh, she has Arcunum. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we have to move on because we have. Several more things to yeah. talk about, and we're running low on time. But uh, there's two things I wanted to point out. One, the Goro thing, uh, b- besides just being like menacing in the original film, <clears throat> despite his kind of silly puppetry, he was still pretty menacing. Goro's supposed to be the, like, I've said penultimate a lot tonight already, but he's supposed to be like the fucking second to last baddie. He's super hard to kill. Yeah. And they waste him in this weird throwaway scene to give the new no name guy, who's not actually part of the lore, his fucking powers. It felt weird. His fucking Aquaman suit, right? Like oh, his, so uh, bad, dude. His Atlantean yeah. oh, armor. <laughs> you can literally got, see the seam in the back of it. We at got one this point costume laying around from the, uh, the deep movie we're not making. Yeah. We're, we're just gonna spray paint. My it power is I have a chest piece and some sticks. Yeah. And, mm, that's what it absorbs other energy. Yeah. And then I can use that energy. I don't know why I put the next yeah, one. Now you got, uh, like, the other thing Cole's a lip dick too. Like we didn't even we didn't even shit yeah. on the fake fake like he's supposed to be like our window into the movie. It's like wait, why can't we just watch the movie and have that be our perspective? <laughs> why do we have to have a character who's like, oh, this is what's going like doing the fucking Brian Regan face? <laughs> Like I can't fucking I can't fucking deal with it. I can't, dude. I'm sorry, I know we have to move on, but I hate we this really do. so much. Um, you guys have basically said the same thing already, but the the, Ar- the Arcanum thing, it made a problem that didn't need to exist because it th- when you, when they all showed up at the tournament, you're like, oh, so they they're short on time and this is how just the rest of them are gonna get their fucking powers because they're all gonna get them right now. It was so fucking stupid. Yeah. Anyway, uh Mortal Kombat, not good. Kano was good. Yeah. Kano now dead. The end. Kano and Kano um, now. Rest in peace, baby boys. The only good thing about that movie mm-hmm. are not signing on for the sequel. True. True. Uh, the last three things we have to talk about are all things that are kind of quick. Uh, well, not maybe not. We'll see. But quick on the side things that we 
some of us have seen, some of us hadn't. So I'll start off with Attack the Block. Um, I rewatched it uh, this week again. It didn't hold up quite as well as I remember, but I do like the film still. So I was interested to see how you guys felt about it. I don't think Scott liked it, but Derek, how did you feel about Attack the Block? Uh, it made me realize that as we do this podcast, Bruv. Bruv. Uh, leave. I re- leave, Biff. <laughs> I realize that Chris, we have a lot of common ground on films or on shows, but not on films. I hated this fucking movie. I thought it was really dumb. I thought, like, hang on. I thought it was exceptionally dumb. Like, I thought the concept <laughs> was stupid. I thought the but monsters looked stupid. I yeah, he was good, but he was in it for like five minutes max. Yeah, and, and he was just like a dumb stoner. Like, is it done yet? No. Okay, and like that's it. That was his whole role. And, believe, um, bro. Believe, yeah, dude. It's just the way they talk. Like, you know, it was just some guy. It, it, it's such a high concept thing. Like, what if there was an alien invasion, but it was a bunch of fucking Broad Street hooligans that uh, fought it off? It's like nobody yeah. questioned you. Like, you didn't have a second team to like filter this through. This made it all the way. It, it, I don't I'm, know. I'm so I, sad that not. You could have made this a 99 cent game on Steam. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> It could have been one of those dollar horror games where it's like, watch out for the thing with no face, but glowing teeth that's chasing you in the dark. I even always... hated them. Yeah, the monsters, like just the way they look, they're like, oh, they look like yeah. cute. I'm like, I'm supposed to be afraid of this. Fucking it, thing. It, it, <laughs> like the thing is, I'm I'm a huge fan of the creature feature boys from gremlins to critters to ghoulies. We've talked about I, I may have talked about this before. Ghoulies, ghoulies, ghoulies. Yeah. To troll uh, tremors. Give me a good creature feature. I'm there all fucking day. But the the the, the biggest I think the most important thing about a creature feature is the design of the monster, right? They have to be like at least creative enough or iconic enough that, that like even after you're done the movie, you can visualize what they look like in your head. Uh, these things were just giant furry black blobs to me. Like I hated the I hated the creature design, and I couldn't get on board because that was so distracting to me the entire time. And when you find out that they're literally just chasing some dead pussy, like I'm just like, what the <laughs> fuck? Well, when you put it like that, yeah, like uh, I could have just, I could have just watched fucking Charlie Sheen's Twitter feed if I wanted to fucking. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, well, I didn't realize I was going to be walking into a fucking bloodbath here, boys. Uh, Neither did we, Chris. Neither did we. It didn't hold up as good as I remember, but I still enjoyed it. So fuck both of you heartily. Uh, a couple, couple early. Before they really made it, people in there, John Boyega, also Jodie Whittaker, who is the new doctor uh, currently, I mm. believe. That's her, right, Jodie? Yeah, okay. Um, I I don't know. I thought it was fun. I thought it was like a fun, dumb movie. and uh, It was definitely and, dumb. You were half right. Okay. So I, I'm okay with the title of like fantasy show bros, but not movie. That's fine. That's fine with me. You can Fan- go watch fantasy your show, Scorsese Fan- fantasy show eyebrow bros posting sounds like films. an unanswered Craigslist ad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, and Derek answered it. Uh, and it's I'm just specifically writing in your journal angrily after this, like, "Dear Diary, today Derek said that Attack the Block was dumb, but I think Martin Scorsese's dumb." <laughs> Fuck you, Jokes Derek. on you. <laughs> Jokes on you. I don't have a journal. It's a live journal. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Sub- no, I've never subscribe. written anything about myself like that. <laughs> subscribe. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna do quick Shadow and Bone impressions only because I want to end on the thing we've all seen. Uh, so Shadow and Bones new fantasy series. I think I mentioned it last podcast. Uh, maybe because I I think that's why I put it in here. But 
Uh, it's a new fantasy podcast on Netflix based off of the Shadow and Bone uh, series. I think it's called the Grishaverse, which is a super cringy Ooh. name. Mm-hmm. Arrow is it, uh, is it like Arrow and Shield or something? It just sounds so fucking bland to me. It sounds well, you can hate all it, you want, it, but the show is it sounds fucking. It fire. sounds like a Cobb salad with no dressing. Is what it sounds like to me. I'm just like <laughs> I kid you. I kid you be, not. This title couldn't be less flavorful. Go ahead, keep going. It's a baller. It, it's a show. It's, it's a suburban white mom's sandwich with extra mayo. Nothing. No. 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 Uh. You know, Dijon mustard too spicy. Just. Just mayo and yeah. ham. A lot of kale. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Too much kale. I'll say. Mm-hmm. Arugula on a sandwich, Becky. Are you a monster? <laughs> <laughs> I like that yeah. trail you went off on. I like that tangent. Uh, the show's written very well, and the universe is very interesting. And uh, I liked it so much that I stayed up until like basically three o'clock in the morning one night because I couldn't stop watching it. And this was on a work night. And I told Derek the whole story. It's not worthy of the podcast. I know that now from my tea story that I cursed you all with in the beginning. Uh, But needless to say, I was very tired the next day and I love the show. I actually did love your tea story, though, Chris. Can you tell it again? Yeah, I actually would like to hear it again. All right. So I usually drink coffee because it's got more (laughs) caffeine. Uh, in it however every once in a while i'll drink like it like an earl gray or like a Ooh. like an irish breakfast and i've never actually Ooh, what, put, what is an irish breakfast it's just like a darker more more bold tea okay. and usually i drink oh tea it's black. even I mean, better the second time today <laughs> i thought more yeah. maybe i'll try putting <laughs> cliff notes. uh yeah cream and sugar in tea because people do that right i never have people mm-hmm. do that and uh it's weird uh, I, I, come, I come from an Irish Catholic family, and I can tell you that an Irish breakfast consists of whiskey and domestic violence. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, um, I did feel like I was getting a cold sore while I was drinking it. Does that count? No. We're, anyway, <laughs> Derek, we're, we're, we're not that kind of people, Chris. We have to just correct. We, 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 oh. cor- I mean, we fuck, but we mostly just eat potatoes and talk shit, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek, how'd you feel about Shadow and Bone? Non-spoiler. Yeah, uh, n- no spoilers at all. I loved it. Um, I put on the first told you uh, 10, 15 minutes. Ooh. And like in that 10, 15 minutes, I was like, these are going to be a bunch of vapid characters that don't have any substance whatsoever. And holy shit, I was wrong. Every fucking character is great. Um, okay. We're doing spoiler free. So I'm gonna... no, 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 no. Why does his description make it sound like it's making you interested in the show? And mine wasn't good enough. I need to know right now because you like everything. <laughs> <sighs> That's totally fair play. (laughs) No, I'm telling you, it really is. I really hope that you'll watch at least the first episode. Is he crying or laughing? (laughs) (laughs) When, when Derek says he likes something, Derek hates so much, so many things that when Derek says he likes something, I'm like, oh, look, look at people even look at me. serious but you yeah. you laughing was too much i couldn't handle it uh well no like the thing the thing is you i think out of all of us you are the eternal optimist that's fair to say i know you are you are the most yeah, optimistic definitely. you 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 will find the good even in something that that we will just relentlessly uh just biss all over you know what i mean so when you tell me that you like something it's not that i don't trust your opinion it's that when Derek no, says it's totally no, no no it's not it's not i think you have good taste but i think it's also that like because because of the way you, that your mind works i think You'll find the good even in things that maybe you don't even like. You'll still find the positive. You'll focus on the positive. Whereas I am a spiral, a downward piss vortex spiral of negativity. 
Uh, piss vortex. Yeah, piss vortex of negativity. You really, so you when, really missed your. And your I feel Twitter like Derek's, I feel like Derek's somewhere in the middle, right? Like he hates a lot of shit that I hate, but he also, you know, he, he likes those artsy farts, artisan fartisan films as well. It's true. True. So we're working Derek, our way through the Oscar winners right now. Yeah. Uh, so when Derek says he likes something that that to me looks like it's going to be, uh, rinse, repeat, copy, paste, Netflix original series bullshit. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't expect that. You know, so I, my interest has peaked a little bit. I might actually watch an episode tonight. So I'm just going to tell you this. I'm going to set up the world for you just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing too in depth. There's magic users called the Grisha, and then there are just people. Uh, you know, most of them are people. This exists in a Russia-inspired fantasy, which I'm glad I didn't read that before I watched it because I never would have hit play. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it works well, dude. Yeah, no, there's a lot of you. like a lot of like Russian-named yeah. people and. Starkov is her, her Alina Starkov. Alina is the, Starkov, the titular. Yeah. So they're like, they're like casting spells at each other. I don't know where a forklift just drives right into the battle. <laughs> <laughs> just cuts across the street. No, that's not it at all. They all just wear track pants oh, okay. all the time. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's cool because you have all these nations in this conflict. There's a lot of like uh, uh, bubbling tensions, and right in the middle of all this, you have this thing called oh, the fold. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you wanted to give that away. I know it's in I the mean, trailer, right but in the, like, yeah, I don't care. The show, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to commit to an episode tonight before I go. To all right, all right, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just going to tell you then that this is this is my favorite characters in the show that I hope you'll keep an eye on are um, uh, Kaz and the gang. It was Kaz, Inej, and Jasper, 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 ja- uh, Jasper. Um, just keep a close eye on them. I liked them because they're the most relatable. You have a lot of like like uh, people who are big political players in the world, characters that we hone in on. It jumps between a bunch of different okay. characters. Not as much as Game of Thrones, but there's a good, like, eight, I'd say. And most yeah. of the other ones are all, uh, you know, like these talented magic users, inf- uh, politicians with heavy influence, so they're really big characters in the world. Uh, Kaz, Inej, and Jesper, who are all sort of the, part of the same little ragtag group, are just three people, regular people, who are just living in a shitty world, trying to make it better in any way they can. So I feel like they're yeah. the most, like, relatable characters for you to sort of insert yourself into the world. Um, just, if you watch it, keep an eye on them. I will okay. say that, like, episode one is a good, like, it meant, it made me go, like, I think I'll watch one more. Like, it wasn't like, whoa, but by two, I was right. like, alright, I'm all in on the show. And Yeah, it, it picks up steam pretty quickly. It, and I mean, as with anything... <laughs> It has to start setting up the parameters <coughs> of the world, which they do throughout the show. They're still giving you kind of like world building info by the last episode, but it's all very interesting, at least to me. I'm a big fan of like of like developed and thoughtfully made like magic systems. And I won't give anything away because I thought learning how magic works in this universe is really neat, or at least very how it applies cool. to right. people. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I thought it was great. If you're going to watch it. Um, awesome. Uh, we can quick, do. quick question for the boys. I'm going to address you individually, though. Uh, Derek, sure. Derek, how many nightmarishly yes, porcelain Gary Busey teeth would you give this on a scale of one to five? I would give it nightmarishly. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one shy of a full set. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. you, you, Not you, perfect, can see, you can see the reflection of your own good. face in them, and you look scared in the reflection. So <laughs> that's because I it's put attached in my mouth. to Gary Busey. Yeah. Just bite down okay. on them chompers. Chomp mm-hmm. the chompers. Mm-hmm. Who well, chops you, the chompers? If you, if you kill Gary Busey, you, you get you get to become Gary Busey. You get his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> in all sincerity, though, his really teeth like crawl out of his mouth and into your like the fucking Mortal Kombat. <laughs> they have like legs and like fucking gum arms and shit. <laughs> yeah. It's a nightmare, literally. Uh, it, it really was. It surprised the fuck out of me. Was the main thing. It's not without its flaws. It has them. Uh, but it, it, the world that it takes place in and like the things that the characters do. You just fucking root for 
everyone. You're like so... I, like I said, in the first 10, 15 minutes, I was like, ah, this just seems like, you know, trash TV or whatever. I don't know what yeah. made me think that. Maybe because everybody's like way too attractive. Um, okay. But, no, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it, it, the, every character that is featured heavily is like, you, you can't wait to see what happens next with them. It was really fucking good. Really good. And I'm done. Um, so what, one, out of, one out of five? What? what? <laughs> no, he said, he's, I thought you said one shy of a full set. Uh, one so, so, four, so out four, four out of five? Four out of five. And, Four uh, out of five. And Chris, MFD, how many Patton Oswald belly laughs would you give it on a scale of one to five? Ooh, I mean, right? It's it's not perfect. It's it's not perfect. I, I can definitely there there are flaws in the show. Um, I just, I'd have to go four out of five too. I mean, it's definitely okay. not a three out of five. That's way can, too low. Can I can I make a bargain with the boys? Can I can I make a bargain with y'all? I will watch. Uh, Dormammu. How, however, yeah, I've come to bargain. Uh, however many episodes of this you want me to. If you guys will sit through okay, one episode eight. of the ne- one of one episode of the Nevers, I need I need to talk to you guys about this show. That's I've a seen good th- deal. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah I'm yeah in, why I'm in on that. I'll yeah, watch absolutely. I'll watch whatever episodes of the Nevers you are up right asked now me to if do you it, watch the show. Yeah. 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 yeah, you really <laughs> just fucked up that deal. <laughs> Come on, well, no, the, the thing is, I've I've been watching the Nevers because I want I I kind of was morbidly curious. Uh, some like some of it works so well and some of it's so poorly done, but it keeps. Mm-hmm. Throwing curveballs at me in a way that Joss Whedon doesn't normally do. His, he's yeah. usually oh. he's usually very one dimensional, very predictable. Uh, That's I, good to hear. Yeah, I, I think he's he had a hand in writing this, but I, I think he was mostly producing, um, mm. like outside of the initial characters and world building. I think so. Uh, I mean, it's it's had its moments so far. You know, I, I like to see what you guys think of uh, some of the characters in it, and uh, I'd like to talk about that maybe next week if we can squeeze that in. Yeah, deal. Absolutely, deal into um, it. All right, last but not least, because we are running super low on time here. Uh, we uh, Derek and I caught up. Uh, Scott previously given his thoughts on Nobody with Bob Odenkirk, and Derek and I have watched it this week. Uh, just to get mine out of the way, there's some real cheesy dialogue issues uh, throughout, especially focused in the beginning because it gives way to more and more action. But I, I thought it was a lot of fun. It was just a, it was fun for me. I thought Christopher Lloyd was a goddamn national treasure. I'm glad he's not dead. He fucks people up with that shoddy and uh yeah it was fun i i wouldn't i don't think i would if if you told me i had to go to the theater and pay money for a ticket i would not have done that but i'm very happy that i watched it it was a very just a fun time you know it's just a good stupid fun i I can't say anything besides fun so i'm just gonna repeat myself derek how did you how did you like nobody well first can you say that it was uh fun one more time (laughs) uh nobody was a joy okay that's better that's better than what i asked for um it was uh that it free was upgrade. you ready for this it was fun yeah um but i you know th- it, it was really flawed to me like it was okay um the main two things are it's the exact same plot of um uh john wick uh guy returning to his old life kills some thug and uh-oh that's a, a russian mobster's nephew it's the same thing mm-hmm. um not that it's like none of these movies are about the story it's all about the action and the action was super well choreographed but I yeah, did surprisingly very. Yeah. But uh, I, I just can't stand the amount of plot armor that Bob Odenkirk had in this movie was like made. I survived all those firefights, bro. It made, <laughs> it made Batman look like, I don't know, Bambi's mom or something like he was so like <laughs> he just walk in a room of like literally 60 people and just like cool guy shoot its way through the whole thing and just get like a little somehow not his. die. Yeah, yeah it was kind of like. I get it's a fucking cheesy action. I mean, but like, let he, him get he, like. 
he Kevin McAllister the fuck out of that entire building. He had booby traps I was gonna say, everywhere. So while watching the finale, which spoiler alert, everybody takes we, we don't do that here, but anyway, it takes place in in a, a building. It's like an open warehouse kind of like factory that he bought very recently. Uh, spoiler alert. It takes place in a building <laughs> yeah, with a lot of bad guys and a lot of guns. Go fuck yourself. I'm tired. I'm sorry. Okay? I feel like I'm picking on you. No, it's okay. I don't mean to. <laughs> Quit. No, it's fine. Uh, you're not hurting my feelings. I promise. Okay, great. Um, he, I was watching that. They're literally setting traps on the wall. And I'm like, Fuck! Wait, didn't Scott say it was like Home Alone mixed with some with like John Wick? And I like I was like, oh my god, it's exactly like that. And they all walk into the traps perfectly, as if they know where they're placed and are just going for the paycheck. You know what I mean? It's great. Like, how do you just know where everyone's going to be? It's all the fucking time. There was one they set on like a staircase, oh. and I was like, what? Huh? What if he's running up a staircase and just skips that fucking step? You just oh. Hey, didn't expect to see you up here. I thought his trap was going to go off because you're going to walk meticulously up each step and hit the one without the tripwire on it. I just stuff like that. It's just it, it's home I mean, alone levels of I mean, silliness. I mean, me. yeah, but but at the same time, though, if you work in that office building, you saw him that he's been working there for years. He knows every inch of that building. He knows all the choke points. He knows all the best places to lay those traps. I didn't think that was too corny. Like, of course, they could miss one, but the fucking next guy won't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, the, the trap setting didn't didn't bother me as much. Um, I just thought Bob Odenkirk was believable as a badass. Like that, that's what really sold me on this. If we, we've all pretended that Jason Statham and Liam Neeson are hard motherfuckers for like fifteen years now, can we fucking stop? Can we let we have somebody who's likable and actually like a great actor just make his fucking action money movie whenever the fuck he feels like it? Like let Bob Odenkirk do an action movie. Once every three years, just knock one out of the park and then go back to doing something that's going to be incredible and moving and heartbreaking, uh, like like Better Call Saul. But I wouldn't even be mad if they were lazy about it. Like, just call it the next one nobody with an extra Y on the end so you know it's the sequel. You know what I mean? Like, just fucking just add a Y nobody. every time. And eventually it becomes the the text message with the girl that you like where you you judge how much she likes you by the amount right. of Ys at the end. You know, it's true. Tell, tell yeah, yeah if you get more than four Ys, you're getting your dick sucked, y'all. Yeah, big time. Or, or your butt eaten. I don't know how you guys get down. Listeners. Two Ys? Mm, that's bad. That's bad yeah. news. Well, two Ys, like, hey, you know, like, it's it's like kind of like they're, they're trying to pretend they're excited, but they're they don't trying. care. Trying, exactly. They're, they're not yeah. going to hold that Y button down for more than, like, a second, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't deserve that. Not in their eyes. Might, might, might have even been a mistake. You know, yeah. they could have just yeah, been walking while they were typing. They were thinking about it the rest of the day. Fuck, he's going to get take that the wrong way. Uh, I put two Y's. God damn it. It's going to last another week of him asking if I want to hang out. <laughs> anyway, I think we're all in agreement. It was fun. I, yeah, I, I also thought Odenkirk was believable. Uh, it, it didn't surprise me, but I think only because you had told us that it was believable. So I just went in trusting, you know, the book of swear. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly mm. love this. I can't even say I, I love this movie start to finish. I didn't care about the cheesy dialogue. Like, I didn't care that it was so close to John Wick. Because to me, like, the John Wick movies kind of jump the shark. They try to do all this world building and do, like, this thing. Oh, you have, yeah. you have to fucking, we have our fucking mercenary building and our coins and our own, like, like, this is too much. This kept it short, sweet, and simple. It's grounded in reality, but it's also completely ridiculous. I thought the antagonist in this was a caricature of every flamboyant Bond villain there's ever been. Every, every flamboyant, like, antagonist we've seen over the last 20 years. They just took it up a notch. and had this guy, like, dancing and singing off-key karaoke... Because he's such a bad motherfucker that nobody would dare laugh at him or do anything but clap. And then we watch him, like, 30 seconds later, 
gouged someone's eyes out with a broken champagne glass and slit his fucking throat in a room full of people who do nothing. That to me, like it was so over the top. Uh, that and, and the scene where he goes he goes into the into the guy's club with the fucking uh, the Simtex on the table and he's like just mm, that, eating that was really cool just eating a fucking steak like like the cat and mouse in this and how like brazen and ballsy he was like I get it's over the top but this guy had a death wish he was so sick and bored to death of his mundane life that he actively wanted to die when he was on that on that bus getting his ass beat and getting stabbed he described it as like he hadn't felt so alive in in years to his buddy on the fucking ham radio uh i felt like his motivations and the way he the way they played as a man who like had fallen in this suburban nightmare just kind of like losing his shit and slipping back into what he wanted like he, he didn't care if he died he just wanted to feel anything but what he was feeling day to day uh and that like i guess the the doldrums the monotony of it i think that that's like what's appealing about it i know we're like super short on time so i'll make this very brief I think that that's what's appealing about it. It has the same effect that sort of um, Breaking Bad had in that like Breaking Bad, the whole theme of that was, you know, it played into this fantasy that people have. And I think mainly men have that. It's like, oh, oh if, it, if you're I, stealing it from me, I'm stealing something from you. All right. Well, here's yeah, my here's what ahead. I'm saying. It's like with with Breaking Bad, it's like, oh, if I just didn't have morality, I could be a millionaire. And with this, it's like, oh, if I just didn't have to care for my family and set a good example for them, I could beat the shit out of this guy or that guy. It's not true, but it's like a fantasy that people have, like as if like the the mundane aspects of your life are what's holding you back when it's really just we don't live in a society anymore where you have to do shit like that. But we um, live in a society. We live in a society, Chris. Yes. Thank you for correcting me on that. So I think that that's what's fun about it is you have this dumb little fantasy in your head. And it kind of plays on that. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. like, I'm not saying it was bad at all. It was just kind of like th there was a certain point where I'm like, I'm ready for this to be done now. <laughs> yeah. So two things. One, just to backtrack slightly to what Scott said, I did not mean to imply that the, the cheesy dialogue detracted me from loving the film. I am, after all, the eternal optimist who loves everything. I still very much love this film. I thought it was very fun. Uh and two, yeah, I think I said this to either one or both of you after I had watched it. It's just a, a midlife crisis wet dream for suburban dads. Like yeah. they're like literally the entire opening montage is like it's like an infomercial that plays at 3 a.m. on Comedy Central, but tailored to them about like killing and murdering everything they hate in life. It's like, are you tired of being yelled at for not taking out the trash? Are you tired of not having sex with your wife? Just go on a murder rampage and be a badass again and reclaim your fucking testosterone levels. Like it, yeah. uh, I, I've gotta, it was very fun, though. I got to say, though, I went into it expecting it to be all about a kitty cat bracelet. Like I went in with like expecting it to be like like dumb, fun nonsense. Uh, because in, in in the trailer they they show him like doing that screaming scene where he's like, Get, "Where's the fucking kitty cat bracelet with the gun in the guy's face?" Like yeah. that was insane. Like I laughed for probably like five minutes and like a lunatic in the theater after that. Uh, the theater. Um, theater. The theater. Welcome to Scott's theater. Mm. <laughs> Please theater have a Johnny's. Um, so like I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't expecting it to be like a, like almost like a character like just making fun of the John Wick genre while also doing justice to it with the action sequences. And I got way more than I expected out of this movie, man. I, I, I would strongly recommend it. So much so that I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, we we, we bought it for, well, I mean, we'll, well we paid for it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that, I don't do that usually. At least once. Yeah, yeah one Multiple time times. between the three of us. 
All right, boys, we got to wrap this motherfucker up. We are running long as shit tonight. We got that long dick with all these reviews that went on. Uh, um, Derek, where can everybody, uh, where can what's everybody our, find you? What's our movie? We got a lot of oh. stuff by this oh. Sunday, actually. Do we maybe want to skip we? the do, I think do it's we? my turn too, and I don't even have. Oh, uh, it is a sh- it is a short week because now we're gonna record Sunday. We have the Invincible season finale. Um, Scott's gonna watch some Shadow and Bone. We're gonna watch the Nevers. Yeah, uh, but we don't have another series yet. Oh my though. god, you guys want to see something horrifying? Yeah, uh, sure. Oh, it's coming. Keep, keep, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to distract you. Keep going. It's coming. That's okay. I was gonna say. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess we can just, if you think of anything, we can always add it yeah, later. But okay. Derek, where can everybody find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, sometimes, at DrGloomMD, which is D-O-G-L-O-O-M-M-D. Oh. I hate that. Yeah, hate it. That's 100%. That's 100%. Vin Diesel, the quality control inspector at the Blowjob Factory. Yeah, that's him. That is him. And he's trying to do the tough guy act, but you're like, I know it's a toupee. Get the fuck off my porch. <laughs> I know it's a toupee. <laughs> Scott, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter and Facebook gaming. I'll be playing through Resident Evil 5, uh, 6, and 7 this week with my buddy Long John and some other friends. Uh, yeah, usually live around uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This fucking mad lad has been grinding at the stone mm-hmm. crazy this week on Twitch. So go check him out. Uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at TCN plays with an S, not a Z, because I'm not a fucking member of the Insane Clown Posse. I don't go to the Dark Carnival. That would be a great reveal, though, if like just now after all this time, <laughs> yeah. you pe- peeled off your skin face and it was clown makeup <laughs> underneath there. Oh, that's terrifying. I 100% right. I one hundred would go to the Dark Carnival just to see what was going on. Just the people watch. Yeah. Oh, especially no. if Chris was performing. 100%. Yeah. yeah. You'd pro- well, you'd, I perform every year. You'd probably but. get some sloppy toppy that would just tear the head off your penis there. You know? Just yeah. Just, it's <laughs> very sloppy. <laughs> like like, like, like some, some pool filter shit. Like some straight like... Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> pool filter. Yeah. At, you know, at, the, at the Dark Carnival, there's definitely girls who will eat your butt so viciously that like your intestines will come out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look, 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 look at you the pink sock just sucking on that beehole. Yeah, cures your hemorrhoids, though, so it's kind of a two... You know, alright, alright, I'm cutting you off. I'll see you guys next week. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. Yeah.